Hey. Hey. We made it. We have made it indeed. You know, I need some lights in here. <laughs> there we go. So, uh, hello. Hello. Hi, We're doing? doing it. I'm doing good. We're doing the thing. We, yeah, man. We have hooked up with uh, Rock Against MS, and we're so excited, and life is good, because the things that we don't really particularly care to do, like promoting ourselves, is out of our hands. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we found we found a group that really dug what we were doing and uh, put us on their Twitch channel. So uh, I had actually been wanting to learn a bit about Twitch. I, I have an account, but I never did any broadcasting on it. So they approached uh, Jesse and I and said, you know, at any given point, there's like 6 million people watching Twitch or something. And, you know, just like, I guess... It's the way TV's going, you know. People are like looking for a la carte entertainment. So. I watch a lot of people who I, I I believe are broadcasting on Twitch and then simultaneously because I watch most of my stuff on YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. But um, but I've been seeing how these things have been going, and it's lovely, really. The communities that I see that are formed and that are there. Hey, Ninja Kitty, how's it going? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we got we got a bunch of people. Um, so, um, you know, it, it's, it's really, I, when we first started this, this was what I said to Mike, I, I wanted to get onto to Twitch, but we didn't really know exactly about that. So interestingly enough, you know, me and Nancy, uh, who runs, um, rock against MS, she's been, uh, we've been friends for a long time. I don't know if I've ever actually been able to like do anything for their organization, but there was been a few times where we've been talking and I was trying to do something. Um, and, uh, she had hit me up about something something spiritual and uh we had just finished a show and i was like you know or i was we were just about to do a show and because i just talked to her i was like oh check out the the show that we're doing you'd probably be interested and as soon as she watched she was just like yo this is exactly what i want to be doing over on twitch because th like this is the beginning for them you know like this is mm -hmm. a, our, our soft launch you know here we're going to be getting a lot more promotion on twitch in the future which is so yeah. cool. oh let me put this up um yeah, it's so cool, you know, because the the money that you know we make, you know, a, a percentage goes to the the charity, and you know, uh, me and Michael are going to be producing a, a number of shows, um, you know, uh, during the week, you know, so that if you want something to do uh, in the evenings, uh, you know, a few times a week, um, or maybe more, uh, you you'll have a, a place to go and and hang out and really just talking about things I love. <laughs> I, I feel I feel a little selfish on some level, but you know, I believe that these are things that everybody loves. You know, it's the things that I want to be talking about are the fantastic creations that people are making, you know, which is in comic books and films and TV and all that stuff and about the fantastic things that are going on in real life, you know, ancient aliens and the Mandela effect and multiverse, yeah. you know, th there's so many interesting things. And then the other part of what I like to talk about is, you know, the creation process, which I'm talking to my friend Ira Black about doing something on music about, you know, it's just to help people get a handle on getting into music. And, um, you know, and our show, you know, which is, um, you know, meant to be a... Uh, a little guidebook, uh, you know, you get the guidebook and Beetlejuice, <laughs> you get given the handbook <laughs> to the afterlife. Yeah, what is it called? There's like the, the handbook for the recently deceased. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, and and this is the handbook for the recent recently conscious. You know, we're gonna be yeah, yeah, talking that's, tonight. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we're we're gonna be talking awesome. tonight about our um, you know, the name, uh, and uh, we've got some guests coming on to help us, um, you know, kind of talk about our definition of consciousness, and um, you know, if we if I could kick it off you know i really believe that enlightenment you know or or, or the the path of enlightenment um it, it's just a matter of becoming conscious 
of how we behave and what our interactions with the world are. Um, There are a lot of different personality types and and sorts of people in this world. And uh, many of us are not really told the unique person we are. And we're sort of all this one size fits all for everybody. And as we see in school and with health and everything, you know, some people learn that way. Some people don't, some people get healthy that way. Some people don't, you know, it's not one size fits all. And, you know, somebody like me, I, I came to this very latent discovery that I am. And it's still weird for me to say it because, you know, I haven't been diagnosed, but I, I, I discovered through, you know, my intuition, I, I came to this chain of videos uh, on YouTube of this guy who suffered from Asperger's and he was an older person and he didn't know and he grew up not knowing that he had Asperger's and he had a, you know, a, he was on a mission to sort of wake people like me up to the aspects of themselves that they, they may have been missing. And as I yeah. was listening to him, I was just kind of like, oh. Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh, you know, like, because it's, it's a big thing to, you know, really to find like, like sure what, what that basically meant was I had sort of constructed a personality like a robot <laughs> and I, I didn't really know what I did. Like, cause I just went, okay, a little of that, a little of that, a little of that. I'm a person. La, la, la. And you know, like I, yeah. I, I, I really recently connected to terror. Like, like real, like I, I would always tell you that I wasn't, a, wasn't afraid of anything, you know, generally speaking, that would be my answer. You know, I'd leave some room for something. I'd say something, you know, to, to not be an arrogant F, but uh, you know, but I would concurse, you know, yeah, but I, yeah, but I would largely just to. sort of be like, um, no, you know, I'm not afraid. And then when I started to look really, I was like, oh shit, like I'm terrified. I'm hmm. like the most terrified person I know like, and, wow. and I, and I'm so, I was, I'm so scared that I pressed it down and taught myself how to pretend to be not scared. Right. And, and don't, I mean, we all, don't we all do that? Well, yeah, sure. But I did it like in a really yes. big way. Cause I was viscerally, like I was telling my, my parents the other day, I'm like, you know, I don't think you guys really understand. Like when I used to get a solo in chorus, you know, like, like singing well was so not a concern of mine because the only concern I had was that nobody see how frightened I was to get up in front of everybody and do that thing. And mm-hmm. essentially it was because my parents were really like strong and confident people. And I was like, I'm supposed to be like this, but I wasn't like, like really by nature. I wasn't like that. I was mm-hmm. like really scared. So I, I was always kind of trying to front and it was so funny too because you know when i was younger and and, and still you know, to this day sometimes you know people mistake me for being sort of an arrogant person mm-hmm. and it was all of this sort of computer programming that i did to myself to mask that i was ugh, I, I was i was not brave and and granted you know when i started working with plant medicine you know a decade ago now I began to get my wits about me i began to to get my bravery and 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 make peace with um my talent, you know, like, like, like that was something that I, like, I didn't feel like that I had, but you know, at a certain point right. I had done so much, I was like, okay, you know, like I, I do this. Okay. Like, you know, but, but really for the longest time, you know, I just, I, I was sort of strangling myself with the fear that I wasn't really any good and right. I, and I, I couldn't do anything. And, um, and they were, I was going to be discovered. And, and like my mother asking me questions, <laughs> my, my mother asking me questions would trigger me because of all the people on the planet, I felt like she knew 
that I secretly was awful. <laughs> and all of these questions were just aligned to get to the truth. Wow. And, and, and like, you know, it's, and it, it, like nothing to do evil against her. It was all just me right, right. Like, being crazy about myself. And I mean, I'll say this one last thing to, to lock it in. Um, <laughs> but I, I got on the phone with my sister the other day and she's uh, studying um, astrology like I've really been wanting to myself. And um, she said, Jesse, I did your chart and you are fucked, man. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she says, I've just never seen a chart like yours before. Wow. And I guess there's like 10 or 12 placements within the chart. And like you'll be placed in different places. Mm -hmm. And she says it's very uncommon for there to be like the same placements over and over again. And mm -hmm. she says, I have six placements in Virgo. I'm September 19th. I think born in the morning or something i don't know she got a pretty accurate like time from my mom somehow right 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 was able to figure it out and um and she basically said that the virgo thing is about sort of being hypercritical <laughs> and i have this hypercritical wow. aspect of my personality in so many aspects of my personality sure it, yeah, yeah. it's my journey it's my like you know like it's my emotions it's my work life it's like everything about me i'm hypercritical right. and she said i read your chart and i went you must be the most self-critical person on the planet i've never seen anybody's chart look like this this right. says that you're just destroying yourself right. and i was and i mean this is really what i've been trying to get across to my my family you know over time as we've been you know uh finally we, we just we all got to a, a better place to, to to talk about it or whatever and really yeah. you know I, I realized too that they needed to speak and i was so terrified to hear what they had to say for such a long time that i don't oh, man I, I didn't let dude you have been doing some serious serious i have work. been i have Holy been doing shit. some serious work but i, I didn't i didn't believe it i didn't let them get things out so you know so i finally like was you know recently was able to sort of let them get a bunch of things out and i was really mortified about a couple of things they said a lot of times when they say things to me i'm like i did i did what right like and i like i just I couldn't, I couldn't see that. Like, you know, right. like, like for right. me, I, and, and I've been trying to tell them, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, like mom, like, like when you think I got mad at you, I'm like, I'm so busy being mad at me. I don't got time to be mad at you. Right. I'm like, I'm like, I'm freaking out at me that I did the thing again that I don't want to do. I said, you know, since the very first time I connected on plant medicine, I knew the truth. Like right. the only thing I could control was me. And I, I didn't want to be at the mercy of these things that I had been at the mercy of because of like the way I built my personality. And I just started trying to break myself down. But to, to a certain point, um, you can't really learn what your triggers are until you get triggered. And then you try yeah, to become course, yeah. very conscious of your triggers. Perfect. Perfect and, segue. Exactly look, what we're talking look about. Look at them and go, okay, when my mom asks me a question, I get uncomfortable. When I get uncomfortable, I say something egotistical. When I say something egotistical, my mom goes, egotistical isn't a very good, you know, thing response. to be. Right. Yeah. And then I go, and then I get triggered worse, and I'm like, nah, you son of a bitch, you know. But isn't it great? Isn't it great to like be able to recognize all of this stuff and be like, oh, yeah, just like you said, like, wait amazing. a second, I did what? Oh, but at, but at the same time, and let me just say this for everybody at home, because you know, as you're going through this journey, what's going to happen is you're going to be like, ah, oh, I fixed it, and then you're going to go into the new situation, and you're going to get triggered again, and it's going to it's going to be different this time, and you're going to have to figure out, oh, okay, well, how did 
Ugh, you know, like, how did this happen? You know, and, and it gets a little frustrating. And that's really, you know, like, take it from the six house Virgo, <laughs> hypercritical man, you know, when you're in that pattern of trying to break a cycle that you don't exactly understand. And, um, you know, trying to understand yourself so you can get to the root of why you're behaving so, you know, bizarrely to other people. And ultimately, it's like, I seem bizarre to other people. Why, why, like, what am I missing that like, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm losing it here. And, you know, for me, I see, it's just like, I am a workaholic. I am always working or working on myself. And like, I don't go on vacation. You know, people take me on vacation. My, my, my wife would go on vacation and I would go, but I didn't really want to go on vacation. I don't like to stop what I'm doing. Like I'm on work, 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 and working on myself the same way. Mm -hmm. And especially when like money will get tight or like, you know, I, I really, you know, don't aren't and not feeling comfortable in the situation that I'm in. Mm -hmm. I can't help, but grab this beast and try to wrestle it to the ground and it's been uh you know it's been a a, a journey but uh i say to everybody in the audience if you guys can just take the step into consciousness trying you know attempting to observe yourself observe your interactions with mm -hmm. people ob observe you know that's what consciousness is about it's about allowing the 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 observer within you, you know, when you meditate, that's, that's, that's what you want to get to. You want to be to in a place of observing, you know, for a long time. And still, sometimes I have this trouble of like, I'm counting my breaths or some, some nonsense. You're not supposed to be counting your breaths. Really? You're supposed to be observing, observing them. Observing them. Right. 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 You're, you're in a state of, of so, observation. Let me interrupt you for a second. No, I um, want you to stop me because I yeah, want to yeah, hear stop. what your consciousness stop. is. Stop and I right want now. guys to come in. Yeah. So, so I'm just really excited. First of all, I wanted to, Welcome everybody. Thank you so, so much for coming. Um, this is really exciting for me because watching Jesse um, over the last year or whatever it's been um, kind of just evolve and then gets kind of, I don't know what the right word is. I've been sucked into this ball of energy of him evolving and I'm evolving too, you know, and, and obviously we, we've always been evolving. We're always evolving. I don't love the term spiritual journey because that kind of indicates there might be an end to it. I like the, the idea of the spiritual path. Well, we started That's this the show way you're going, you know, I, and I'm only going to interrupt you for two seconds, but we started this show because you and I, the, the, the foundations of our relationship was a lovely game of, you know, sort of uh, ping pong of spirituality <laughs> as, you know, we would get together and, you know, I'd be like, well, you know, ping. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, pong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ping. <laughs> you know, and, and that's, put it. that's a nice, simple way to put it. It's true. Well, and, it. and that's been it. And, you know, when I, you know, came out to Los Angeles, it was like, well, we got to keep our conversation going at the very least. And yeah. and that's what this is. And, and I hope that, you know, through Twitch, which is such a intimate audience and an intimate place to uh, to be that um you know everybody will be able to be involved in our intimate conversation about this stuff and we both are very uh, earnest people who try and be honest with ourselves and you know and 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 not 
kill the other people, you know, really, really, really take, take our, you know, take our part. Uh, of the, I know of exactly the what you're saying. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Exactly yeah. Yeah. All we can control is us. And, right. and, right. you know, and that's what we're trying to get to the bottom of. And please never mistake that, you know, I think I'm perfect or, you know, I, no, I'm just, Jesse, I'm, just you are great. I'm, 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 I'm attempting to be, but you know, it's always a journey. And, 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 please get back to and you know what, you obviously have given a lot of thought to, this moment, <laughs> and you know how I am about the moment. The moment is now, we're in this moment. And again, I feel like, you know, you gave this class and, and I was a part of helping you give that class online and it evolved into this, but really what this is, is both of us putting all of that stuff into practice. And this is manifesting out of all of that. And it's just, it's it's been so freaking amazing so you gotta love so, our awesome graphics by the it, way like so like cool. can we get some can we get some hollers and appreciation from michael wow. he's been making all these awesome <laughs> graphics so oh, much you know what that my friends me. on the other shows they keep going so can we get any like if we do this we're we gonna get any of those cool graphics and i'm like yeah we are and <laughs> michael's been so enthusiastic like oh i want to get involved i'm like I'm like yeah it's gonna be great <laughs> so yeah no thank you michael you, you you're kicking ass and this is gonna be so fun and and cool. uh, I'm, I'm I'm really excited to just uh, continue to, to work with them. And I think next week we're going to have Nancy on the show to talk yeah. about um, Rock Against MS and and tell us a bit about it. And yeah. it, so when you're done with whatever else you want to say, I want to hear what your definition of consciousness oh, is. Oh, absolutely. No, we, we're going to close it yeah. out with that. So, okay. so I want to I want to I'm going to take the stage here and I'm going to kind of bring tonight's a little bit of a spotlight on some people who are in my world who I'm bringing into this space, into the stream of consciousness. I feel like this is actually, uh, I had came, come up with this idea called creating space. And I almost feel like this is a this is a, a version of that. So tonight we are inviting into our stream of consciousness some of my guests, our live stream of consciousness. I'm gonna call it, I've got to get used to calling it that. It, uh, the live, live stream made it so much better, man. Oh, it's so, it's we, such we, we were playing with names for forever. Love is Law was just like something that we were using for a minute and it wasn't necessarily like the be all end all. And, and he came up with a bunch of different kind of cute ideas along the way, like the energy exchange, which we like. And we we're just like, eh, we really want something real solid. And <laughs> we were talking we about that stream of words. We love the play on words. So. Yeah. Consciousness stream, stream of consciousness stream. And then he said the live stream of consciousness. And to me, Damn. that sounded that was the one that sounded like the purple dragon from Epcot Center. Like, like I was like, we got it now. The imagination <laughs> ride, like you're there. The live stream of consciousness. Yeah, totally. totally. So so in the past in the past few years, I have uh made acquaintances with and become good friends with some some really interesting, amazing, amazing people. Um, I think what I want to do, uh, is I want to bring on Russ first. Uh, Russ was one of the first guys that I thought of, and Russ is actually kind of the least connected to, to spirituality. I want to say directly, um, he's a super spiritual guy. Russ is kind of like, I'm going to just describe Russ here for a second. Um, you know, people tell me, oh, you've got this calm vibe. You're, you're, you know, you're collected, all of this stuff. Russ is the guy I want to be. Russ is like, he's, why? why do you want to be he Russ? Is, he is, he's just so together. He's just so quiet and he'll, he'll sit there and he'll just listen and watch. And then he'll say something and you'll just be like, man, you are listening and watching everything. And you have some pretty profound view of it all. Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's just, he's just really great. So Russ, Russ is an actor, um, a writer, a director, um, 
he's just he's just a multi multi talented guy. I wish I could bring on all of his videos and watch them with you guys, so you could see see what he is. I met him on the set of a, I think uh, a, a short film called Bullified, um, and he blew me away. We've been friends ever since. Uh, I'm gonna bring him on right now. And Maybe. forgive me, I'm doing social media stuff, but believe me, multitasking. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm obvious. a much I'm a much better listener. Remember the brain. I'm on the stage. I'm on the stage. Go. I know that's right. I'm giving you it. I'm bringing Russ on. I love you. <laughs> All right, here he comes, Russ Camarda. There he is, Russ. Welcome, hey, welcome, Russ. Wow, I gotta live up to that super <laughs> cool entrance that you did. <laughs> yes, oh, you, do. you wouldn't do anything but live up to that. I have no doubts. Let's see. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on. This is, by the way, I, I echo uh, I echo that sentiment. The graphics are pretty cool. Aren't they really cool? <laughs> and, really and, cool. And, hey, Russ, that's a pretty crazy compliment that he just gave you because Michael is one of my favorite people on the planet. I'm like, don't change. <laughs> I know. I, know. Yeah. I, would, I would advise against being me on many different levels, but uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> well, so so Russ, welcome to our live stream of consciousness, the live stream of consciousness. Um, we have had many conversations about spirituality. Um, I know that we're on a very similar page as far as believing that we're all connected, believing that energy is the source of it. I'm just going to kind of throw those out as the basics. Sure. Um, but why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Uh, Tell us who you are, you know, kind of validate the things I said. Tell, tell us more about <laughs> what I said. Well, just just briefly, I mean, you pretty much summed it up. I've been an actor uh, for 30 years. I've, I've directed in the theater and, and independent film and all that stuff for 30 years. And um, uh, I also write and, and produce and a whole, whole bunch of stuff. Hi there. Hi, everybody. I see little messages coming on the screen. That's yeah. exactly. um, they distract me already. Yes, I've been doing that. Uh, I've been doing that for a long time, and uh, and just recently, I started in October of last year. I started a podcast where um, uh, I interview uh, artists of all kinds uh, called Art Craft Truth, and it's basically it's sort of like if you took inside the actor's studio or or uh, actors on actors or one of those types of programs and mixed it with a kind of a relaxed. Joe Rogan vibe, and I introduce, I, I interview all kinds of, uh, from musicians to to actors to directors to filmmakers to dancers to every, any kind of craftsman. Um, amazing, amazing conversations. Totally, yeah, conversation. inspired this definitely. Cool, cool, and uh, yeah, so that's that's basically me, and I, I still act. Hold on, let me find yeah, it. still act. I still direct. I still do those things. Obviously, we're not doing much of anything now, but uh, hopefully, when things break out again, uh, we'll get back into the actual creation. But in the meantime, I'm really enjoying doing the the podcast, which you can find on. Uh, I'm going to put the link up right now. Yeah. yeah, you can find it everywhere. It's you, it, you, you. There's a video version on YouTube, and then there's the all the audio, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. So. Yeah, you know what? Actually, let me do this, Russ. I'm gonna actually share that window rather than put the thing up because it's like a number. It's a whole bunch of numbers. Yeah, yeah don't worry about it. You know, but uh, hold on, Russ Camarda, Art Craft Truth, right there, buddy. So, so Russ has this Art Craft Truth podcast, and uh, he's just you know you could you you could you could listen to him talk forever, just like you could listen to Jesse talk forever. <laughs> So, so it's just it's just a great place to listen to some really insightful conversations with all different artisans, you know. Can, from can I ask you a question, Russ? Sure. In all of this that you know you've done, you know, you 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 meet um obviously, you know, you meet a lot of people. Sure. Um 
what 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 is the 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 most universal thing that you've come away with just dealing with you know everybody because yeah i I really believe we're all so much more alike than we realize and it's the things that we can realize that we're you know on the same page about that really get us together well i mean if you're talking about uh artists and 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 craftspeople like that i think the ultimate thing we're all trying to do, whether it's singers, painters, sculptors, actors, filmmakers, whoever they are in that field, writers, uh, and it ties into the, the theme of this program, is the, the whole point is to serve the truth, is to, is to reveal truth to an audience so that they can experience it, hold, as Shakespeare said, hold the mirror up to nature, you know, so they can see themselves, see the truth of humanity. And once you see that, whether it's in a painting or, or a piece of film work or whatever it is, and you reveal the human truth, there's a shared recognition of our connectedness. So I think that's what all the, if there's one single theme that we're, all the artists try to do, it's to reveal truth with whatever their craft is. Well, it's funny so much. Uh, my, my father always told a really great story. I forget the band, but he was a really handsome dude. And when my dad met him, he was like, so what happened to you, man? And the guy's <laughs> like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you know, you're a really good looking dude. What, what made you sit in your room all day and hone your craft until you were a good songwriter? And he's like, um, well, this one day I brought my pet turtle to school and it died and they started calling me turtle boy. And I pretty much never recovered from that. <laughs> and, you know, like, and, and, but it just goes to show yeah. that, you know, like what I've always said, you know, I make music because I have not really felt successful as a communicator for so much of my life and writing a song or a story. Like I was like, Ooh, yes, this is definitely what I want to say. Right. You know, well, like, well, all the things that artists do is there, there's this invisible thing that we all are and that we're all, we're all part of. And it's uh, it's the essential truth of what we are, the consciousness, if you were, that is everything. And we only have these tools, you know, uh, we're making sound vibrations and it's bouncing off of someone's eardrum and it's going into their brain and that, but that's such a primitive bandwidth to work with. So you you only have so much you can communicate of the truth of existence with this limited casing we're in. So the artist is there to write the music. Can I say something about that? Absolutely. For all of you journeymen and craftsmen at home, don't make the mistake that everybody makes. It's not about complicating the story and the message that you're trying to tell. It's about refining it back down to the simplest polarity. Bible stories are meant to teach the various terrible polarities that we can go down. You know, usually when I talk about this, I point to, you know, Cain and Abel is like, hey, man, don't be jealous of your brother. This is where it leads. It leads here. It, this is the road. It gets worse and worse and worse. This is the extreme version. Maybe you guys will just punch each other in the face, or maybe you guys will just yell at each other, or maybe you'll just be passive aggressive and stop being friends. You know, but this is the journey of you know developing these feelings. And it, the best thing you can do as an artist is make a really sharp blade. You know, of a, a a purely a pure polarization that demonstrates something, you know, people right. keep missing the, the point with these superhero characters because they're, they're myths and the Superman is meant to be the blade that the other things are falling upon. He's the constant 
and then where the change, you know, if this is constant, then these other things. So when you go in and you're like, well, we got to humanize. No, no, no. He's a constant. He's been created as a constant and that's what he's meant to be. And that's how myths work. If they are constant, then we can always measure that same idea against it. And that is, you know, why they've been a little less successful in the more recent years, I think, because they've they've missed uh, they've lost sight of that mythological factor factor where we're honoring a certain energy and a certain lesson to be learned from each of these characters uh, who have been defined by their tragic often origins you know i lost this person and now i've polarized like this and now this is the lesson that i teach and uh you know we really we can learn the most from the simplest things you know people compliment me sometimes on um you know i think my father does this really really great as well i you know learned this from him of writing lyrics that don't necessarily go into very specific me territory that you know anybody can appreciate what i'm ultimately saying you know i'm i well the point was simple. The best poetry is always the the trimmest, you know, all the fats trimmed away. You know, I mean, in a vacuum, the best poem would be one syllable, you know, but still, but distilled down with all the truth and emotion of. Right. So, because again, you're dealing with the tools of this space. So it's like words on a page, paint on a canvas, uh, whatever it is, the less of that you can use, the more, the simpler it is. And and that really inspires me too, because one of the main lessons of this show, and I mean, in my spiritual journeys with plant medicine, um, you know, and, uh, and other sort of crazy pieces, I, I've come to this thing that I'm supposed to be sharing about dialect and about how we communicate, how we speak that, you know, just like the word fuck, you know, which you, everybody loves because you can say it so many different ways. I love say, that word. It's a good yeah. Word. And you can say every word so many ways. You can say love and mean hate. You can say hate and mean love. And even more than that, you know, as you said, a poem is like distilled down to one thing. Imagine if you could just imagine the poem viscerally in your mind and its meaning and say, I love you. And it felt like a poem. And and that is in our hands to do. And, you know, right now the album that I'm working on, you know, it's it's kind of a more of a modern blues album. And I'm trying to pace it a lot more because I I recognize that it's the resonance within the vocals that are what move us the most. And so often right now we're just kind of speeding through this music and we don't feel that heart and soul, you know, that, well, you know, when you hear Johnny Cash with it, it's, it's the tremble in his voice that gets us. And we are like rushing. You know, what's interesting is I just interviewed a couple of different musicians, a guitar player who played, she went on, she was uh, the guitar player for Cindy Lauper on tour. And then this other guy's a jazz drummer I know for years and he played with the Dap Kings and and a lot of really great, cool uh, rhythm and blues and funk bands and stuff. And, And they finally articulated to me what it is you guys do as musicians, because as actors, I know what I do. I know what cinematographers do. I understand that world. But I said um, to this jazz drummer, I said, what's the deal with the, uh, you know, like I, we hired you to do this one soundtrack, but my, the composer said, you got to use this guy. Not every drummer can do what he does. And I said, what was he talking about? And he said, well, he said, there's a pa- there's a there's a thing that you, we all do. He said, but there are dynamics within it. So if I hold my hand on the symbol like this or on the ride symbol like this, and I turn it like this a little, there's a different intonation, and I know how to get the dynamic. And the girl, who, the woman who was the guitar player for Cindy Lauper, was like, yeah, I can hit the beat like this, but if I accent different things, there's dynamics within the. 
and that's why I get it, and the other person like the language. Yeah. When you're doing vocal performance, that like the like some of the th things you know that people have noticed ab about some of the work that I do is I use my voice like a drum, right. and you know, and really we lose sight of the rhythm. Like I I've been very frustrated over time. Mick Jagger, very the percussive. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I'm really a drummer at heart. As a kid, I wanted to be a drummer. My parents encouraged me to do guitar, and I just never really had a, as much of a passion for, for that. But I always loved the drums, and I, I play, you know, the drums all the time when I'm writing things. And the feel, you know, like some drummers can't swing. You know, yeah. the, and the swing is like, you know, the, the, there's a song that I love by uh, Marilyn Manson that's got a really great vibe, but it's like called Dope Hat. And it goes, me, and then if if you get somebody who can't swing, they play it like, completely different. It's just all variations within that dynamic yeah. that swing. So it's this subtle math to the dynamic within the lengths of the beats down to, you know, the pulsing, man, you know, like you're laying down the groove, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and there are so many more grooves out there. We have yeah. this really myopic genre thing where right. sometimes we don't even know that's a jazz groove. That's a, like, screw you, man. It's all, you know, it's it's all right. magic. And, right. and you can use them, you know, plenty of bands have used them successfully here, there as like an interesting little thing. But there's all these different feels. And really it is like, you know, I look for drummers who have played jazz and have played reggae <laughs> because those guys actually know how to get a feel going. You need right. the audience to feel what's happening. And you know, people love Jimi Hendrix because you can feel him play guitar. Exactly. There's a soul, and 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 what you're getting in touch with is what we're talking about here, which exactly. is which is the consciousness that we all are. Once yeah. that's the truth that's being revealed, and that's my belief has always been to get back to the consciousness idea. My belief, what I think consciousness is, I go fall more on the I guess if you listen to a bunch of this stuff, it would be more on the Alan Watts kind of version of it, where yeah, consciousness. Where consciousness to me, what we all are, is is the ocean, right? And we're all these waves, you know, and the waves rise and they have their little life in the sun and the air, and then they crash back down into the into the ocean. But and there's um, um, uncountless countless waves, so we're all these different waves, but we're also the ocean at the same time. Because the wave never left the ocean. It's just rising from the ocean, falling back into it. And I'm the wave. You're the wave. We're the same wave. We're the same ocean. We're just expressing different parts of it. And I struggled with, I thought, wow, wow, that's an interesting One way. One of my favorites. I love that. To feel about it. But what I didn't, what I wanted to get to was, well, why? You know, the, the, the eternal question of it's like, okay, that's an interesting construct to what we, what I believe we are, but why are we that way? And it's like, if consciousness, if God, as you want, if you want to call it that is the ultimate creator, well, you need sort of to, to push the boundaries to create. So it needs to kind of look back at itself in doubt, look back at itself in ignorance. So we come down here, we, we, we rise out of that ocean and we put on this little costume and we forget who we are. We totally, it's like going into virtual reality and completely forgetting you were in there and believing that that's who you really are yeah. when you're really the guy playing the game, but you're in there and you're in there to learn it from within out of ignorance so that 
when you come back to the ocean, you've returned with something new. So only the wave that kind of gets up and sees the sun can explain it to the rest of the ocean when it gets back, you know? I like to think of wow. myself as a Muppet. <laughs> or or a Muppet. It was my second choice. Well, you know, it's just the idea that I'm being puppeted, you know, like as a radio, like there's a radio receiver somewhere where my sure, thing's right. coming in and I'm going, blah, 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 right. exactly. move. And, you know, because it, it really does make me laugh, but also it always makes me uh, remember that. What's the, the, what's the, Michael, do you remember the name of the cave? You know, where you see the cave and they're looking at the shadows on the wall and then there's the, the people behind it who are actually. Oh, creating. that story. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, the I name what, it, it's like a, you know, a, a an old tale it's got some name for it but uh but it's it's just this sort of thing of we're looking at the practical yeah, but right. what we always talk about is what came first the chicken or the egg the idea for both came first so yeah. idea comes before form right. and you know that's where you're coming from the the the, uh, the thing inside moving the mouth comes before right. the physical anything. exactly this is just a concept and ultimately yep. the concept that we have of physical and the concept we have of non-physical is the difference between how close together all the atoms are in my body that's exactly, that's or, exactly you know, right. or in a thing, you know, it, it, it isn't, there isn't even an idea of physical. That's just words we use. Oh, and it, it's, there's denser and less dense individual right. infinite molecules. I mean, it's really right. crazy. It's just consciousness first manifest and manifest matter second. And, and the other metaphor, obviously I, I really, uh, 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 uh identify with is that one of the actor which alan watts used to use a lot which is you know the actor is the consciousness he goes down and he goes down to the theater and he plays hamlet and uh, he gets so he's so good at it that he's in it and when he finishes he gets into his dressing room and his buddy comes in and and he's just grieving as hamlet and his buddy's like you're not hamlet you're an actor playing hamlet and that's what we are we're sort of we put on this costume and we're so convinced it's so incredibly real that we get into the, the game, we're in the play, and we believe the play is it, but the play is just school. It's just, it's so, just something to learn. So let me inter inter interrupt you right there because that's kind of like, that's the answer to the question, right? I mean, basically what you're saying is consciousness is realizing, wait a second, <laughs> this has been a sham. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think more more accurately, consciousness is period and it manifests itself in these waves of existence in these different realms we happen to be in this particular one i think to experience it so that it can go create again right. so while you're in it while you're in that experience you think well that's it this is all this is this is real but you forgot who you are you right. really something else and we're Russ, all this, this is you you're i'd love all, jesse yeah, can I? Russ? Russ is pretty amazing, isn't he? Oh yeah, Russ, you're awesome, man. I love this conversation. It, I mean, that, you know, this is why we do the shout it to have these kind of conversations. Yeah. This, this is my favorite, and I, you know, I want to address something. Uh, uh, Brenda Lee Gonzalez, she said, uh, "I feel like the dynamic is different based on who is playing. It's like it's different based on the individual, right?" So check this out. So when you're you're when you're working on these songs, like as a cover or whatever it is, there's different feels that you can approach it from but without even changing the vibe you could change the key or you know sing it in a slightly different place in your voice and really change the way it comes across as he was saying about the drummer going well you know if i hit it here same thing with my voice if i hit it here it's ah, 
if I hit it there, it's ah, you know, you're going longer, shorter, you're getting resonance of different kinds. Sometimes you're reverberating back and forth. Sometimes you're holding a clear pattern. Sometimes it's reverberation, stop, clear pattern, you know, like there's a lot of different patternings. And in particular, I was working on a song today with my buddy, Johnny, uh, Johnny now, who uh, we're going to have on the show. Johnny's a wonderful, wonderful uh, blues musician and, um, and psychic. Uh, and he, he's a brilliant dude, ex-firefighter. Uh, well, sorry. Yeah. Is it firefighter or ex-police officer? Uh, one of the two. I might be getting it wrong right now. Um, and um, where was I going with that before I got Stay to in this moment? Oh, song. So um, <laughs> the song that we were talking about, essentially, I found a place in the music where it sounded like the most like crying I had ever like been able to find. And it was a... And it's really specific to where it's placed. I could take a song that has a sad energy to it, put it in the place that I found if it was written close enough to that place and I could perform it like that. And boy, would you say, you know, man, a, a different artist brings something different to it, but it's not me. It's me finding a polarity that really brings out the emotional energy of the music. I found the way to make you feel like I'm crying while I'm singing it. You know, that's the whole right. point. It's a sad song. So right. really like, like if you're intelligent about these things, you can, you can figure out how to do this stuff at such a high level and really um, work to communicate better and have really make music to people's ears be, because you'll, you'll be working in on so many levels. You know, people I think are a little clunky sometimes and they don't. Right. Really well, well, that's the, that's the craft of the artist that, you know, I, I always, my belief is always that art is sort of, um, it is out in the ether there and we're sort of, we have no way to communicate it. So we, we, the craftsmen, we craft it. So you're using all your tools, uh, you, the drummer, the, all these people to tell the story. Um, and it's got to support the story. So whatever the song is, is the tool you choose to help support that story. Whatever the, whatever the show is, whatever the film is, whatever the part is, uh, I have to play the action that supports that story. And it's always about the story and what the story is, should be doing is telling the truth, which again is going back to revealing the truth of what really is. Yeah. So Who are the just, best actors? Daniel Day Lewis or say somebody right. like that who just right. disappears into a role, you know, or some like I was really impressed by Tim Roth when I watched Planet of the Apes that, uh, that right. because I just couldn't recognize him. I recognize every single other actor in the whole wow. movie. I love playing that game where I'm like, that's Michael Clark Duncan. That's this person. That's this person. <laughs> and I'm like, who the hell is this damn lead ape? Whole movie. I left and I'm like, Tim Roth, son of a, you so, know, that's an acting. Jesse. Uh, I just wanted to interrupt for a second. We got a great question uh, from Karen Bella. Uh, I don't know if you're still no interrupting. You're my co-host. I'm supposed to have a chance. If I if I don't interrupt, I don't get a chance. No, you just inter you just interrupt and you don't say anything about interrupting. That's oh, how you're I got part you. of the I'm just, to, I'm just supposed to interrupt without saying. Get in, get in there, man. Right. Fight I'll for the. Bone. I'll get this better. I'll get this down. We're still working on this, folks. All I'm right? sorry. I love you. I'm too enthusiastic to hold back that much, <laughs> dude. This is this is really and 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 I apologize to our guests who are waiting in the in the virtual green room. I know it's like kind of like you're watching the show, but this is really what it was meant to be. Um, these conversations that just kind of stream consciousness, live stream consciousness, you know, that's how it goes. Um, and I did want to, I don't know if you guys have known, I'm totally going on a tangent. 
I'm not supposed to say that. Um, <laughs> uh, there's this app called Clubhouse that I've been uh, <laughs> working, listening to recently, and and I really just love what it's about. Um, and it's similar to what's happening here. So I want to do a little bit of an experiment. Sure. Um, because I can bring on multiple people. So rather than just, you know, having guests and one person talking, which is great. And I know that this is definitely something that we have to do, especially with people like you, Russ, because these conversations are great and people are listening and commenting back. But I want to bring on uh, one of our other guests who are actually still hanging around. Two of our guests are kind of, I probably got to text them to get on. Oh, there's one popped on. Sarah popped on. Um, I'm going to bring on uh, Brian because he's been waiting patiently. Sarah, I will I will come get to you. I don't see your face, but I see you waiting there. Uh, and I'll bring you on. But Brian has been on our show before. Uh, and he's supposed to be there. I just see a black screen. Hang on. Let me hit him back. Does anybody see him? I don't know. I just see a black screen. He, he is a black man. So maybe it's really close up. Um, oh, no, wait. Oh, there he's he is. Brian. So Brian's been on the show before. Brian is an amazing artist um shaman uh photographer it looks like he's getting he's having some issues he's gone now <laughs> um, so this last let me let uh, me answer karen Bella while while you try oh, to yeah, uh, get go that. ahead and answer karen's question that's karen says do you guys feel as artists writers that your conduits that the consciousness of the creative idea comes from somewhere outside of this realm and you know i'm gonna answer this question in maybe a different way than you might have imagined i think that Everything that is there to be thought has already been thought. And all of these ideas just exist within, you know, the, the atmosphere. Being an artist is seeing, getting one of those ideas and then honoring that idea to its very core. Whatever it is, you know, like in comic books, I don't have a style. If I'm writing Toy Story, it sounds exactly like the damn movies or as close as I can get to it. If I'm writing, you know, the Muppets, it sounds exactly as the Muppets I can or as close as I can get to it. You know, a lot of times you have licensors and people getting in the way who will change the work to take the tone away. But I'm very conscious of trying to study the thing I want to make and then try to make it as an honoring the energy of that thing as close to it as I can. I don't want to put Jesse Blaze Snyder into Thor. I want to write the greatest Thor story that anybody's ever heard. And they're going to go, they're going to like it so much. They're going to go, who wrote this? You know, oh, Jesse, what a great job you did on Thor. You know, like, I don't want them to go, you know, I think this is another Jesse Blaze story. He loves to make references to Twisted Sister, you know, like, you know, something silly like that, you know. That's the, you know, when you start to see the Quentin Tarantino in the Quentin Tarantino movie, it does actually take away from the art to a certain mm -hmm. degree. Mm -hmm. When Quentin Tarantino's idea is pure Quentin Tarantino, it's great because he's just leaning into himself. But when his idea could be less Quentin Tarantino and be better, it's great. But at the same time, you see somebody like Quentin and Robert Rodriguez where they'll honor a certain film vibe and they'll even make right. all their actors act like those people because they like that vibe and they want to create that. And that is artistry. When you're taking the thing and you're going, oh, I love this. Yeah. How do I love it more? And that's what I really believe that, you know, all the ideas are there for us to find. <laughs> and the, the, the infinite way to do it is just to try to, honor it as a good idea whatever it may be by surrounding it by the proper uh, polarities and balancing elements that will raise it to you know some sort of yeah. usefulness right. or consciousness well yeah. that, yep go ahead michael i'm yeah, sorry i was going to say that's actually uh, I'm, I'm trying to uh, <laughs> trying to manage the show yeah. here as as Beautiful. well as, as be a part of it um 
um, and that I see Brian, I'm going to, I'm going to get to you. I'm going to leave you in the, in the backstage for a minute because I feel like I'm being guided to bring Sarah on. I don't know if she, her, she is on her camera right now. I just see her little avatar. I would like to bring her on, but the reason that I'm feeling like she's relevant is because of one of the things she does. Sarah is a intuitive empowerment coach. Um, but she's also a channeler. Um, and it's very, very interesting what she does. And it's very, very connected to energy and, and consciousness and all of those things that we've been talking about. Um, let me add her to the stream and see if she comes on her camera. Sarah, are you there? You look like you're muted. I don't know if she's there. They chose to mute themselves. Okay, so maybe she's not in the room. Interesting. So she's backstage, but uh, not in the room. That's a really exciting green room. Everybody's partying. Back. Yeah, it's like, you know, and it's it's interesting. What was I thinking about? Oh, there she is. She just popped on. Hold on a second. She's back. I see her. I see oh, her waving. We've got her. Craft services. There she is. Yay, Sarah, yeah. welcome. Sarah, do me a favor. You know what I'm going to ask you, don't you? Can you turn your phone sideways? Ah, uh, landscape. Page. Yay. Awesome. Now, now they all match. I'm sorry. How are you doing? It's okay. He's <laughs> such a good producer. Oh, you know. I'm good. How are you guys? We are doing wonderful. I'm, I'm actually trying to include everybody. We got so excited about tonight. I invited all of these guests who are all sitting in the virtual green room, which is, I was thinking about that earlier. It's such a cool concept because we are all connected in some weird way. And, and we all talk about... Um, life is what you make it. You know what I mean? And it's like, everybody's got their own green room. They've all made their green rooms. <laughs> so, uh, but um, Sarah, welcome to our live stream of consciousness. You are now a part of the live stream of consciousness. Um, and, um, you know, initially I, I did bring you here to kind of get your take on that basic question of what is consciousness, but I do want to introduce you to everybody who might not know you um, and what you do. Um, I, I said you were an intuitive empowerment coach, um, and we've been working together for a long time. And really, uh, I'll tell my quick story, and then I'm going to let you speak for who you are. When I met Sarah, uh, my friend Steve, who's also waiting in the in the green room, was running these uh, spiritual get-togethers and these little workshops. And he said, "Hey, we're having this woman Sarah come on, and she's a she's a channeler." And I had heard of channelers before. They they tune into these other consciousnesses and and give the messages from these consciousness. That's a very basic uh, description. Sarah will tell you more. And I didn't resonate with it. I was watching them on YouTube, and I was like, these people are a little weird. And uh, he he said, no, we're having this woman. And and I went to YouTube and I watched a video. And I had an emotional response to it. I, I was watching her and I started crying. Um, she was speaking light language and doing what she does. And I was like, wow, this is odd. And to me, um, in my personal experience, when I have that kind of an emotional response to something, it's, it's, it's a sign. Um, the universe is telling me something. I am the closest I can be to my soul at that moment because I'm whatever thoughts I'm having in my brain at that very moment are manifesting themselves physically into my throat is choking and my eyes are welling up and I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> so, so I'm touching my soul at that moment. I said, I've got to check this woman out. Um, so I went to, 
that event and she channeled and I had that same emotional response and, and went up to her afterwards and we spoke and, and connected. And I think we've been connected ever since. And she's really opened up my mind and, uh, perspective, you know, um, I would like to say as well that, uh, you know, I got turned on to Sarah by Michael and I've been able to, you know, just have her in my feed on Facebook. And, you know, as I've caught things here, there, you know, she, she does wonderful work and she's certainly a, a person doing what we're all trying to do, figure this conundrum of being conscious out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Sarah, why don't you, why don't you tell your story as part of, as part of being a light worker, as you know, kind of helping people and telling who you are is part of that. So I'm giving you the stage. Yay. <laughs> um, well, it's awesome. Thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, I love how you described having that emotional response because when you're in, in your body, you're opening up your consciousness um, to more than your logical, rational, conceptual mind, right? And sometimes um, energy, um, expansiveness cannot be um, housed in the limited container of the mind. So we need something much larger than that to perceive of that, right? Everybody's saying hello to you. Keep, keep going. Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> so we need the heart. We need the body. We need, we need the frequency of love to connect to the energy of love. And sometimes our minds can't conceive of things because the mind, it will only reference our past experiences. So on one level, you're saying, oh, this is weird because you don't fully understand it, right? Your mind can't conceive of such a thing because you've never experienced such a thing, right? So if God was to walk in the room right now, we, we wouldn't be able to, you know, the full expression of God was to walk into the room, we would explode. We wouldn't be able to hold all of that frequency unless we were, you know, in a, an expanded state, right? So, so that, I loved how you explained that because that is part of what I do. So as a channeler, um, I'm able to, you know, we're talking about consciousness, right? So I'm able as Sarah to, um, you know, expand my consciousness to the point of, of oneness where I'm opening up to my multidimensional self, which is beyond just Sarah, right? Because our souls are so expansive, they include many different fractals and aspects of the oneness, right? So when I when I channel, I do believe that I'm connecting to other aspects of my soul and other aspects of you know the galactic and and what have you. I'm able to, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. um, step out of Sarah and into something larger. That Is it fair for me to be jealous of that? <laughs> no, you do it in your own way. No, no, I do absolutely. No, you're right. We all, we all do it in our own way. I just love yeah. the way you do it. I love what I mean. When you <laughs> well, do it, I have I have an emotional response when you do it. How's how's that work? <laughs> so I so I want to back up what you're saying here, Sarah. And um, there, there's two 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 concepts. Uh, you know that I think. You know, there's so many aspects to all these things that really, as you can see, the the octaves of the truth to what you're saying i think you really can understand it even better and uh you know it was once put to me that um when babies are born they're not blind and you know unable to you know see their parents the way we kind of are like told they're blinded 
they come in connected to everything and slowly but surely the baby focuses in on the universe that it's in the the mother and how the mother feels and you know all, all these things the breath of the father the heartbeat all these quiet rhythms and with through the parents they connect to this universe and 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 mm -hmm. have this 3d experience and then additionally uh, you know a, a thing that happened to me uh, which is sometimes a lesson of uh, of working with uh, psilocybin which you know usually called magic mushrooms um you can learn, uh, you know, meditating on, on the mushrooms, how we individually create our own universe. And it's really all our perceptions of everybody else uh, based on our interactions. But there's a whole bunch of individual consciousnesses running around. And essentially, like if you took us all away, like the universe disappears because the universe exists within us to some degree. Right. And while I was sitting in my bed and my universe was deconstructing around me, I was realizing that the ceiling fan that I was looking at was built from a bunch of simple ideas that I was aware of and that my whole being able to sort of perceive them was based on that I understood that this was a fan. I understood that this was a chain. I understood how the light worked and connected to the thing because I'd seen other lights like that. But it was all based on I could understand what I was looking at and therefore it was there. But as I started to not remember what a fan looked like or what any of these things were, it was disappearing. And you know what she mean saying, the mushrooms uh, were taking effect. <laughs> no, you know, that's the see you see, that's a joke that I don't want made because that joke I'm makes sorry. it seem no no it's, it's no I'm not I'm, I'm not, not like chastising you. I'm not yeah, no, you. No, but I'm I mean not, like it's it's really important to understand that this isn't a joke. I didn't understand what the fan was and it disappeared. And that wasn't a, oh, he's a loose. No, it was because I no longer understood what it was and I couldn't really see it the same anymore. It was just becoming a blob of a thing that I, I cause I couldn't, I don't know what this is. Yeah. And, and that is so huge of what she's saying. We don't know what this is. We're only listening in on a certain frequency and mm. seeing a certain frequency and we can only perceive so much. So as these new things come mm. in, you know, if God showed up, it would be like, whoa, like, wow. Yeah. Oh, that, that was a perfect, not yeah, that was, sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah back that, to you. That, I love that story. Yeah, you, you're, you're, because you had no filter to understand the the light that it was melting away. And so um, it disappeared because it had no significance in that moment because there was no way to conceive of it. It's yep. kind of like um, when you do uh, sensory deprivation, mm -hmm. you know, the float tank mm -hmm. and you lose all sense of your senses. For me personally, I don't enjoy sensory deprivation because I feel like I'm already able to do that <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite naturally. So when I do stuff like that, it's like, I actually want my body. I want my physicality. I like having my right. humanity in those moments right. um, because there's, because it's just more natural for me to do that. Uh, but anyway, that was, that was a good tie in. And, um, you know, when I'm in this expanded state of channeling, I'm able to um, put myself aside and tap into more than, and I'm also able to um, just feel, um, you know, the oneness and the connection of that. So um, in those places when I'm channeling, when I'm connecting, let's say in a group, I can feel the essence of people in a place of neutrality and non-judgment. And I can just feel like people's energy in those places. And it's really almost like, I guess you would say, just going in a different dimensional plane frequency. 
Mm-hmm. Were you always aware of your empathy on that level? Like, did, did, like when did you become conscious of this sensitivity that, that you had? You mean, when did I become conscious that I could channel or? Um... Well, you know, I, I mean, what was the journey? You know, like, for, you know, for me, and I, I know there's lots of people who have, you know, come to the conclusion that they're pretty empathetic. Like, I mean, only recently I realized that I would feel people's pain in my body. And mm. when, I, when, I, when it dawned on me, I was like, oh, man, how many times have I done this? And I had no idea, like an idiot. Um, mm. You know, so it, it it took a minute. You know, I wasn't born aware of my empathy. However, the empathy affected me as I developed a personality based on trying to shield myself from people's energy because mm. I, it made me a little nervous how much I could sort of sense from other people. Um, mm. And you know, like, so I had to become conscious slowly over time i was very blind mm-hmm. did you, were you you know very conscious as a child or did you have a transition where you start to become more conscious of what you were doing how you were feeling and how to better you know behave in the world for yeah, yourself that's, that's a good question i think like most children you know you're very in tune and aware um and then as you grow up you kind of are forced to forget because nobody around you really understands or explain things well um When I was little, actually, I have memories, this is funny, of not understanding why we had eyelids, because (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but I never wanted to see like darkness. I didn't understand, I guess, because as a spirit, there's no shutting your eyes, right? There's just light. There's just, so I do remember having memories as a child of not understanding um, and being very sensitive to loud noises and yelling. Um, like I remember watching the TV and people screaming and I would hold my ears. Um, I think as I grew up, I kind of, like you said, the same journey of learning how to shield and protect and then maybe shutting it off, you know, to cope with reality and then having a spiritual awakening when I was older, um, And usually I think spiritual awakenings happen when we hit like a down point in our life, you know, um, like a crisis. So having some of that happen and then just teaching and having source teach me, you know, I never took a channeling class per se. I never, um, and I know they exist, you know, I just started opening up to meditation and opening up to the gifts and doing the inner spiritual work, the inner work of letting go of the anger and, and letting go of, um, my own limiting beliefs and lack of self-worth and all that stuff really, really opened me up to my abilities. So I hope that answers. I, so, I so relate to that. that what an interesting, what a gift because uh, I mean, everything in, in, in the, in the little case that we're stuck in. Um, I mean, the reality of what really is, we struggle to perceive it. You know, and I love the idea that, you know, you didn't, you didn't understand eyelids and you, and you covered your ears and because the, 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 the tool, which with you're given to perceive the truth that's out there is so limited and reality as we, I mean, if you were a lizard and you, you know, tasted with your feet and smelled with your tongue and saw an infrared reality would be a lot different to you. Uh, but it's still, it's the same reality. It's just that tool is limited to that we have to but you have this little extra ability that you recognized early to pull some of the veil away of that so that yes. you, so you're not limited by just that if we could yeah. all kind of find a way and yeah you know i i agree with you on the mushrooms man there is there, there are ways to help turn that channel to, to, to 
of well, LOA. They yeah, it, it's awakening of sensitivity. I'm sorry, Sarah. Exactly. It's an awakening of sensitivity to aspects of the EQ of our society, not our society, of our of our perception reality. of reality. Right. Where if you're if you do it like a scientist, you just go, oh wow. Right. Oh, my perceptions are a little bit more adjustable than I realized. I've I've locked in a certain thing, but I did this, and I can kind of change it. You know, you can change how you're. You know I have a question. I have a question for you, Sarah, because you have this ability. Because there is one other dimension to reality that uh, that is most fascinating to me. And from your perspective, I'd love to hear what you think about it. And that's time. The, mm -hmm. I, I have this belief that. That it's, that it's not linear that that it's sort of a cube on a cube it's all happening at the same time there is no time if you were a fruit fly you know if you're a flute fly your whole life would be your whole life and it would feel like a whole life for us it's two days they live you know so what is time's perception to someone like you do you perceive it the same way do you do you is there how does it work <laughs> tell me the secret yeah. So, so you're 100% right. Time is, we use time as human beings to accomplish the work that we do here. It's, um, we're given a lifespan, right? A certain amount of time right. um, purposefully so we can complete, you know, tasks and so on and so forth. But yeah, there is no time. And when you're channeling, there is no time. So I could be channeling for an hour and open my eyes and it could feel like two seconds for me. Um because there is no time on the other side. There, there is, there is no time. There is no separation. There is no division. There is only oneness. When you go to the highest place of the highest frequency and the most connection and the most, there is no duality. Even there's no, there's no. This is black, so this is white. There is just. It's almost like this plane, this field that goes so far that's infinite. So there's no way to conceptualize things because there's no contrast. There's no duality. So you can't. So in that speed, in that speed, and that's where I feel that I go when I channel in that place, right? There, there could possibly, there can't be time because things are just so expansive. Wow. So I, I think that time is something that is we're given on purpose. Yeah. To appreciate the thing. Yeah. To appreciate, the yes, that's it, right? To appreciate, to appreciate life, right? To appreciate life and to, and to utilize it. But yeah, yeah a little time over the, out of the ocean where the wave crests is that little moment where it gets to appreciate. I want to add something to this because I, you know, I see it in an even more interesting, you know, sort of uh, dimension sometimes, um, of you know, be because there is no time. You know, everything is sort of like in a more like a mixing soup. You know, everything is just kind of, you know, vibrating into a thing. But because of the nature of the multiverse, which is the mind of the universe is sort of figuring out every variation of itself that it can. So there's this like vibrating infinity of this play-doh stirring soup that we have and then it's strum like a guitar every variation of it throughout the multiverse until you get all the way around to all of it complete like everything is in this so to talk about time like we are literally in a moving shaking thing that is 
is changing backwards and changing forward and is just right. being experienced at the given moment by the portion of our consciousness that is experiencing the portion of reality that it's experiencing. And it is just this kind of conundrum of where do you begin? Where does it start? Who gives so, a shit? So time is yeah, just a function of, the, of that limitation then, right? Is that yeah. it's just a function of perceiving through this Time is like how gravity. Back to Earth after this conversation. This oh, is, I don't know, man. We have gone so deep. This is amazing. But, hey, but there, 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 time and consciousness may go hand in hand. And you know, there, there's people who talk about like the three dimensions of consciousness. Um, you know, having something to do with space, time, and gravity, and that gravity is not exactly what we think it is. And I mean, this is something that's very, very esoteric conversation, but I'd be interested to hear what you, if you have anything to say about it, Sarah, about, you know, basically gravity being more like sort of the perception, our perspective as we root our soul into reality, as we see the sort of three-way mirror that creates this consciousness around us, we are gravitated to the largest consciousness near us, which is the earth. So, you know, there's a lot of interesting perspectives on consciousness from a spiritual, I mean, gravity from a spiritual perspective. And if you have anything to say about that, Sarah, I'd love to hear any thoughts you have. What on gravity? <laughs> yeah, on, 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 so, on, on, on gravity and time wow. and space. That was heavy. Well, it's, well, it's interesting. I mean, with time and space, I will say that, and this is pretty trippy. So th this this will get you, if you start thinking about parallel realities and if you start thinking about um, different versions of ourselves, right? I do believe um, that I have, you know, we experience past lives, future lives all at once. So um, there are times where I've felt different expressions of Sarah in galactic form as well, experiencing me as me. Does that make sense? So like my, my consciousness on a different planet as a different being reflecting back on Sarah. That's Does that crazy. make sense? Yeah, that's yeah. Like, yeah. So I I felt <laughs> as well That's as interesting. as well as feeling like ancient past lives and memories like happening now in the now happening now. Right. So. Yeah. so Who's to say you're hallucinating? You're it, not. You're not. You're you you're literally in the thing. You know, like like and 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 time is meaningless. So you know, like when people go, oh man, and he hallucinate. Well. He had a conscious experience of creating his own reality in a different way. It was absolutely real for him. That's that's not a, that's a hallucination for us. That's right. reality for that person for that period of time. And, and you and know, and sometimes, sometimes I wonder too. You know, I and I've perceived these things not not on drugs. You know, in my own rational state, but but There's they've made me feel. Them. But they've they've made me feel. Am I losing it? You know, and I wonder sometimes too. They say, right? People who are who touch greatness also touch madness, right? Oh, yeah, so, sure. because I mean, if when you start opening up to to this place of no filters, you can really, if you're not grounded, you know, you can really start to feel like you're. Yeah, I've been. That's there. been my That's biggest terrifying. problem: not being grounded. Everybody, <laughs> like, like, take, like, take what Sarah's saying to heart. Being grounded is very, very important. It's really been some of the bane of my existence. You know, put your feet in the ocean, put your feet in the sand, put your feet in the dirt, ground your energy, sage yourself. You know, the other day, I, I my mom just kind of intuitively went and saged me. She made me lift my foot. And when she put the sage under my foot, I swear, I felt like my foot magnetized. Right. Like it, it hadn't been magnetized. And all of a sudden, energy went back there. Like it's serious. It is a thing to be Amazing. disconnected from the earth. And when you get that, energetic you know magnetic connection back 
you feel it big time if, well, if, you've, if you've not had it. Well, Jesse, maybe that's what gravity is because, you know, the, the, the physicist theory of it is gravity is kind of the weak force in our universe, but maybe it's it's the strong force from some other place that's it's gravity. Yeah. I think gravity is ultimately some form of magnetism, which is yeah. ultimately some form of spiritual energy that is is sort of holding grounding us. And, right. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And and also holding together the cells, you know, in our body and and these these different right. states of material. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a force that is picking and choosing to hold together different yeah. things and not right. hold together other things. And right. you know, that's why sometimes you eat something to to combine with some of the other you know factors that are going on in your body, and then you'll you'll spell it because now that thing came together not all the things form like voltron into a new thing some right. of the things are repelling each other and all of that simple magnetism and polarity is so much of what we are what is governing all of our consciousnesses and all of our physical experience wow. all the time so let, let me just say first of all thank you both yeah <laughs> and, what a great show and, we're and having i love you, I love you it. all the guests in the in the in the virtual green room for your patience because this is way beyond my expectations um <laughs> in, in a way it is in a way it isn't because <laughs> i think sarah i've been talking to you about this forever russ i've been talking to you about this in another way jesse i've been talking to you about this everybody involved it's just this is phenomenal i feel the energy and i think the people in the room are commenting that they feel the energy so again thank you for bringing your perspectives to the live stream of consciousness i totally appreciate it um i feel like i'm gonna already ask russ i'm gonna ask you back just just russ you're a great man you i mean i feel like i i overdid it by asking so many people to come on it, it, we could have just done this <laughs> with one of you um, which is Michael great. was just, just excited. He was celebrating. We almost we concept. almost had another. Oh, it's it's <laughs> proof of concept. And, and Steve in the green room knows you know about my uh, channel Zen and Sarah. We've talked about too. And that this is actually, I think, an evolution of it. I think this is this is kind of how it's manifesting itself. Um, so again, I just wanted to interrupt because we are at ten fifteen. So we only have about fifteen minutes left. Um, Sarah, we're allowed to go over time. That's true. No, we're, we're, we're yeah, not. No, we have nobody sitting barking at our t our, our, our butts. You know, it's, it's approximately just, an hour. And everybody, half. I want to get to everybody. I, I mean, I love how diligent a producer you are, Michael. You, <laughs> should, you just have to shake the energy of like terror that occasionally comes. And you're like, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like, interrupt, I could do man. this all night. I could do this all night. These are some of my favorite people right here. I know. Get in there. This is amazing. You know. Um, and and again, thank you all for coming in and listening and, and, and watching the show. That's, that's part of. And I just wanted to say thank you to the people who write, I saw some really lovely comments and I just wanted to say thank you for that. Oh, Sarah, you know what, Sarah, I totally forgot. Hold on. Let me put up your, you, you uh, were getting some real love in the chat room. Yeah. Right? It was very sweet. So Sarah, Sarah, has, oh, yeah. that's where you can see Sarah. Uh, Sarah's for all you guys who love Sarah, go check it out. She really <laughs> has a, a lot of lovely things to say. You know, everybody, you were talking about her energy. Her energy is like this all of the time oh, yes <laughs> and, and not only not only is it uh, a spiritual thing that she's got and i guess it's it is spiritual but the little guys that you see there on the bottom of the screen yeah, they're too, spiritual. Uh, yeah. is is some of her artwork she's she's an artist she does these illustrations of the little guys who are these manifestations of love right i mean mm -hmm. basically it, it's it's just like she channels 
the spirit of Amana, she's channeled the little guys into existence and it's just, it's such a beautiful thing. So check her out. I know that some of the people who are watching will definitely appreciate it. Um, Sarah, you said Wicked Love Media says she, they want to channel um, with you. Yeah, let's connect. Um, so, so I would love to actually, ch I'm going to ask you to come back and actually, if you would, would channel for us or speak some light language that sure. would be amazing Ooh, that so, would be so cool yeah we, we, have, you we have just her like let's, yeah let's, but let's before i get before i bring steve on and, and brian uh it looks like christopher allen kind of took off but it's all good i totally understand <laughs> um, Sarah, why, don't you, why don't you just promote i know you've got something really cool coming up why don't you just promote yourself for a moment um oh, sure. that is yeah, so next week, um, next Tuesday, I have a free masterclass. It's called Opening to Light Language. So I'm opening up to I'm opening up people to the concept of light language. I do believe one of my purposes in this lifetime is to kind of normalize the concept of light language and take what away the Explain, explain, away yeah, the ex explain <laughs> it. My brother Cody, just to back you up, he has been embracing the light language and oh. it's you know it's 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 it's, it's something that tends to be That's a little beautiful. bit of like in a hard nut for people to crack because they feel yeah. a little strange uh sort yeah. of just channeling and she and sarah will tell you more but it, yeah. it, it's an interesting process and if you have uh you know feelings of people trying to speak through you or energy trying to speak through you, i highly recommend go take her class and she, she will really uh you know give you some good guidance yeah so this is kind of just an intro i'm going to explain what it is and why you'd want to learn more about it it really to sum it up, it's a language of a communication of the soul. It can come through in hand movements and writing um, and um, tones, sounds, singing, speaking. It can be um, connected to galactic energies, angelic energies, earth energies. And it has a very large, um, if you've heard of speaking in tongues, you know, that that's, I would say, the the kind of biblical understanding of what it is. You're essentially a form of channeling where you're opening up yourself to receive another form of communication that's not English and not understood by the rational mind. Glossolalia. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It, it's, it's an even yeah. more difficult form of channeling. When you're channeling and English is coming from through you, <laughs> you at least feel like, uh, okay, well, those are no. words. And but when you're channeling this stuff, it doesn't always, it, sometimes, you know, my, from my brother, you know, passing along, you know, and, and I've had, I do that too. You know, I should really admit, I'm, let my freak fly. You know, when, when I'm working with ayahuasca many times, I've had that a lot of times when I'm, I'm trying to prepare a space or prepare myself for something, I'll find myself just sort of speaking what, you know, amounts to gibberish, you know, to anybody listening, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say it's harder. Actually, for me, it was easier. Oh, I yeah. first started channeling in light language because it takes away trying to understand. You just open up your heart and boom, there it is. There is no, I have to speak English, has to make sense. People have to understand me. No, it doesn't matter if they understand me or not. I'm just opening up yeah. and I can understand it. So in a way, it's easier because it takes away my mind it just allows me to feel into the rhythm of what's being said right. wow um, so if my brother spoke light language in front of you would you be able to tell him what he was saying yeah i would intuitively feel into the energy i was just so, you know i was just going to say it's really for me and it, it goes back to my story of how we connected light language is energy it's an energy exchange yes so yeah. so you know whatever it resonance, is resonance like we were talking about before the words or the tones but you you resonate with it you feel yeah. it you... russ said the one word poem 
you know, yep. that ha that carries with it the energy of the thing. I mean, this is totally what we're talking about tonight, yep. ultimately. Like, you know, that's really the thing. She is, is re and so much of my journey has been a lot like this too, where I don't see a lot of things. I feel energy and it's very hard, you know, kind of going blind. But if you can figure out what you're sensing and feeling blind, then you can act, then you really are doing it. You know, you're not using any other thing as a crutch. You're becoming sensitive and, you know, and it's a journey to sensitivity. So I really recommend anybody who's dealing with any of these things like seriously follow sarah it's a free class like that's this is sarah has, yeah, she has a group on facebook called the empowered light leader that you could join and follow and see what she's doing because like i said i know there's some people watching who would definitely resonate with what you're doing sarah cool 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 so so um before it gets too late russ i'm gonna i'm gonna say goodbye to you and sarah um again guys, we'll talk about getting you back here and having a show just dedicated to you guys because you're both amazingly fascinating and brilliant and pleasure to meet loving. you us it was a pleasure it was great guys. to meet you I man really i'm so glad that uh, we had you on we'll have you back and sarah i love you sweetie it was so lovely to have you on thanks for bringing your Thank sweet you. energy to my show i hope that some of our um our, our people who were we're so enthusiastic about you. We'll continue their enthusiasm over to, um, you know, your page on Facebook and stuff and, and follow you and what you're doing. But thank you guys for joining us on our Peace first love, episode guys. on Twitch. Yeah. We'll see you next <laughs> time. The green room with you guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. All right. Awesome. Wow. That was, my mind is blown. This was, this is way more than I, uh, success yeah this is amazing dude so this wait a second this is what the moment i've been waiting for michael zinn's definition of consciousness oh can i try drum roll for you wow um you know what for me i i'm i'm, I'm gonna kind of be silly here but i'm gonna say it all comes down to one word um and that is knowing um I, I, you know, I, I process all of this information. I resonate with the, the theories and the concepts that feel right to me. Um, but at one point I, I literally stopped saying, you know, I believe this. And I started saying, I, I, I know it. Uh, the things that I resonate with to me are truths. And I think what's cool about that in, in, in what you're saying is I also understand that your truth is going to be different than mine. You're going to resonate with a lot of the same stuff. And we have these conversations because some of the truths of existence we agree on. Um, but just like, you know, you're that other wave of the ocean, you might perceive something a little different than me. And, and what's, what's cool for me is I'm cool with that. It's like, I'm not going to try to say, but no, what about the way I see things? You know, I mean, why would I? You may, know, that's what makes I, me. May I expand upon this brilliance? You you must expand upon this brilliance. All truths are truths. Whatever personal truth you hold, it's true because this this conglomeration of all this thing, the multiverse, and all the various versions of you, and all the various versions of all the other people, and all of the different ways that it can go, you know, it is all one giant thing um it, it's it's all connected together and um, mm -hmm. it it is one godly or infinite mind and this mind happens to be polarized in all sorts of directions and the person who likes it hot and the person who likes it cold there is no 
there's no right or wrong. Right. Of course. It's just different perspectives and different appreciations. And where is the ultimate perspective? Somewhere in the middle, somewhere balanced, somewhere a little, you know, if you're, you're experiencing the hot for some period of time, you're like, well, that was nice. Next time I'm going to appreciate the cold. Right. You know, as we're cycling through life and we're, we're all journeying away from the source, you know, away from the uniformity of all being just one thing. We're differentiating ourselves and making ourselves so different that we have to kind of come back to ourselves. Well, that's the actual journey that we're on, exactly. <laughs> but we think it's the journey of, of differentiating ourselves. Yeah, but, but what I'm that's what we've been told is it's just true. It's, it, right. it's, you know, the Nazi is right. Unfortunately, this is, a, this is a bet, you know, it's a, to say that, you know, like, like, you know, please nobody ever take me out of context. Like the, what I'm saying right there, you know, but, but it's, it's just true. No, that I get whatever, what you're saying. Yeah. The, the most terrible perspective we can think of unfortunately because it exists and there's no real wrong just like there's no real time it's it just we have to come to a more balanced perspective of it and it's not that we're not trying to cycle away from these more negative and dense energies yes of course we are but the more we tend to resist ourselves the more we resist aspects of ourselves and trust me when i tell you every aspect of somebody else that you might not like is just some tiny 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 little aspect of yourself because you are these people these people are you i am michael michael is me the audience is uh, this is a collective experience being done by this one thing that is split apart and celebrating itself in many different different you know capacities but because of that tapestry that we are like there can be no paradox there can be no thing that's wrong the universe can never be wrong all paradoxes must be worked out all of these the these these polarized people you know we can't just you know burn all of the pedophiles. Well, fighting against that i think fighting against that idea itself is part of the human condition exactly exactly you know? because like i mean we can't, it's, like it's... i was saying we can't round up all the pedophiles or the rapists we have to teach them they're going to come back again and they're going to be doing the same thing again if thanos we... is inevitable exactly if, if we don't if we don't cure the the person at their root at the core right. of this energy distortion the energy distortion keeps coming back so we have to meet you know somebody like a nazi with a certain amount of love so that we can not get lost in an ideological fight right. because at the end of the day the source of all things the uh, hearts that are inside us want to live in peace want to feel not persecuted and like that they are somebody who's taking a a supremacist position of any kind whether it's religious or racial you know it's out of fear that they're being persecuted and i know that because i'm somebody who will go and watch the youtube channel of some you know black supremacist or or jewish supremacist or muslim supremacist because i want to understand wh wh why have they gotten like this and all of them they all they all think that they're being persecuted and and they're not wrong because god can't be wrong so to sit there and judge them you're just having a fight that's useless if only everybody could understand it the way we, you and i do <laughs> well i mean it would be lovely it's like, yeah, like, it would be like lovely. we can't have these useless fights anymore right. they would have gotten us here well, yeah social media this is this is our contribution to social media to dilute that and and put good and in, back into the uh the live stream of consciousness and Cain, <laughs> the Cain and Abel story is a perfect story for social yeah. media look yeah. what happens when you treat your fellow man crappy you know this is a brother you know and and families are being split apart because of partisan politics and stuff and mm -hmm. and people are are 
or encapsulating somebody down into just a one word sort of statement of who they are. Nobody should be or could be, you know, encapsulated like that. Right. And dehumanizing. Yeah. yeah. And this is the thing Very that much. causes the the uh, World War Twos. You know what happened to the Jews and what happened to the uh, the the, the so called communists during the McCarthy era and and the Japanese. You know, like oh well, well we're in war with Japan and there's Japanese people here. Yeah. Well, sure. Like you know, it just making somebody a group that can now be marginalized that's 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 it right. as soon as we sum them up into something that dehumanizes them and separates uh, you know us from them and their unique individual journeys that you know hurt people hurt people so you know if, if you feel like somebody's hurting you it's probably because they've been hurt before right and, and that's absolutely really absolutely and, and, and that's part of what and that's part of what we're saying consciousness is being aware of that kind of thing and just yeah. being able to navigate knowing these things helps so so uh again I, I i know we don't have a time limit um but i do appreciate people waiting uh in the back in the back wings uh i'm gonna actually i see brian's waving at me steve i'm gonna just if you can just hang on a little bit more i want to bring brian on brian oh, i was just I was just saying goodbye. <laughs> oh, you got to get out of here. Okay, well, yeah. well Brian is Brian is a, a, a familiar guest to the show, so I did want to, you know, uh, you, you were waiting so patiently, Brian. I, I well, it was a great show, and, and it was absolute torture. I want you to both to know that I, it was just writhing in agony because I wanted to respond to so many of the things. It's like, yeah. you guys are you know what? so and, cruel, man. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, and you know what? That I think that's going to, I'm going to try to evolve this into that. And that's why I brought Sarah and, and uh, Russ on at the same time. So, so that clubhouse app is, is more about conversation. And I feel like, you know, again, all of the people that I'm bringing onto the stage have such a wonderful input into the conversation. So I feel like bringing them all together. So what we're going to try to do, Brian, is bring on a bunch of people all at the same time and just kind of have these thought-provoking conversations but we got to get better about the times that we tell them to show up in the back room yeah that yeah be, that would be awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyway really enjoyed the show and, and good, uh, awesome. you guys are really great and i, I wish you absolutely best of luck on Put up Brian's link so that people can check out his great, awesome great tarot idea. deck. People who read angel cards or tarot like I do. Um, and, and I'll say to, to me, if you're in the market for an angel or tarot reading, I've been doing <laughs> with people. And uh, I'm getting my hands on some of some of Brian's amazing cards. They're really great for people who are learning. They, they're filled with information. Every one of these cards has so much uh, inscribed on it. And they're so beautiful uh, from his light paintings, which are just gorgeous. So please, you know, check out the uh, Wizard of odd um and brian thank you for being a pal and uh yeah, and being a part you. of it and the next time we have you on we're just gonna go all right brian go <laughs> <laughs> that's a frightening yeah okay hey, peace my guys all right Alrighty. we'll see you peace later out. All righty. Wicked me Love Media again. says he wants a new deck. Go get Brian's deck. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, it's, dude. It's so gorgeous, his man. His stuff is amazing. Yeah, his stuff is amazing. And, and informational. Like, more than it is, more, like, I like, for, for me personally, more than it is, um, uh, you know, a pretty deck, it it's like having a piano with all of the notes written in tape, you know, like for learning. You're like, right. oh, that, 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 that's the right, 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 right. You know, uh, it's, it's like a tarot deck that has, 
a framework around the you know the um the, literally the frame of the of the card yeah. that has all this extra information that really as you're learning these things if you learn those concepts alongside the concepts of the cards they're just going to give you so much more of a understanding of right. what these things represent when you're uh, doing reading it, it's amazing yeah when i when i looked at i wanted that was part of what how i met brian i wanted to do some tarot cards with my artwork and i saw he had done it so i reached out to him and when I saw how much work he had put into it, I was like, I think I got to back this up and learn a bit about it. But uh, it's he's such an amazing guy, and I'm just so happy that we struck up our friendship and we'll be working on some things together. Um, but um, I guess it's time for our last guest. I think I lost Christopher Allen, unfortunately. I, I, I Just a shout out to Chris. He's doing some amazing stuff too, and uh, we will have him back on the show. Um, I appreciate him showing up and hanging out in the green room. Too bad he couldn't hang out. You, you might have overdone it a little bit. This I might time, have Michael. overdone it. I might have overdone it. But Steve, I love your enthusiasm, though. So We've been like going. We need to prepare ahead of time for with yeah. a guest, and then he's like, "I have six guests." <laughs> so, so um, you know, Steve, uh, you may remember you did a, a gig at the uh, the Holistic Center for uh, Soulful Living. Yes. Uh, and Steve is the saxophone player who joined you. He's a great yes. friend of mine. Hey. He's the saxophone player for a, a very, very popular band on Long Island called that 70s band. Um, but he is also a mindful mindfulness meditation coach. He's a past life regressionist. Uh, I've watched him go, take a left. He was he was doing these uh, music promotion things. We were doing a whole big music promotion concert, and then he just took a left turn and went down the spiritual path, and uh, became a hypnotist. And has just been, man, oh man, he's just he's another one of us. So I'm going to welcome him to the stage. I tell you, I'm, I echo Brian sitting back here, just thumbs up on basically everything that you guys have been talking about. Just oh, fantastic. Oh. Hey, Jesse, it's so great to see you, man. You yeah, remind me so much of, of Russell Brand, man. You got that freaking Russell Brand energy. It's just, I love it. Except love I'm not it. Except I'm not British. On my, on my, my, my accent. Can you guys hear me all right? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh, that might work. Yeah, that worked. Good. A little better. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Awesome. Uh, first off, uh, fantastic show, guys. Just thank you. Spot on. Every word. Fantastic. All of your thoughts. All of your uh, direction that you took. Um, congratulations on the first one, um, Sarah. Uh, you know, I love Sarah. We've we've known each other for quite some time. We've done some work together, and it was great meeting Russ. You guys are, are you got it going, and it's really it's um it's something more and more people need to be aware of of um, what consciousness is and how important it is and how to understand it. So, namaste to you guys. I appreciate every word. Thank you so much. That that's a mm -hmm. amazing endorsement coming from you. I know mm -hmm. you know how I've been kind of talking about this for a while now and and doing mm -hmm. the things and ended up on the screen instead of behind the screen, but. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, Jesse's energy is just so apparent and, and his passion for what we're talking about has mm -hmm. just blown me away. Um, mm -hmm. You know, watching him grow into, I mean, he was like, he came into the, the picture as a shaman, but he's now just like super shaman. He's just like really, mm -hmm. you know, going deeper and deeper every time. And this is great. And, and bringing these conversations out, I think are just, 
I guess it's there's something to it. It's an energy. It's an energy. I think so. We're really stirring up that vibration and that energy. I think it's not by chance that uh, you know the three of us were also musicians and we grew up with frequencies and sounds and frequencies and sounds and things are changing and shifting um cosmically for us our our solar system is traveling through a, a part of the galaxy that humans have never experienced before so this high vibrational frequency intense light and sounds is really um amping things up uh, more and more people's intuitive selves are expanding um people are starting to figure it out you know a, a good friend of ours uh um, Karen Garvey, who is a spiritual teacher on Long Island, she, she told a story at an event one day. She said, you know, in 1999, if you looked into a Yellow Pages book, which we used to do back then, and you looked up spirituality or crystals or Reiki or all this stuff, you would find one listing of Madame so-and-so on Queens Boulevard <laughs> in this little shop below. And here we are, 22 years later, and literally humanity has spiked. So when we match this, time period, this timeline, we talk about time, um, where we are now as a human consciousness expanding, it's, it's absolutely incredible. So um, as you know, um, I am a certified hypnotherapist and I specialize in past life regression. And I studied Brian <clears throat> Weiss, right Dolores Cannon. And I, I tell you, I had to change my modality name because um, Things are shifting. People are not just going back into past lives. I've had experiences with people actually going back 400,000 years to uh, the Anunnaki and, and the development of human consciousness. Um, people going back to where the, the, the solar system was just being um, formed. I'm but, having you on across the universe. Yeah. So I've been <laughs> spending a lot of time working uh, directly with intuitives and channelers. And... Um, recently um, experimented with something that just kind of blew me away. I regressed two individuals simultaneously and brought them to a higher level of consciousness and to higher dimensions and which they were able to communicate on a soul level in higher aspects of themselves. Because, of course, the whole discussion that you guys have been talking about here, we, we're in a multiverse. We're, we're multidimensional beings. We're actually experiencing uh, aspects of ourselves on multidimensions. So um, one of the experiences brought them to literally the edge of the universe. And they were talking about creation and how the universe is created through energy and triangles and just, just amazing things. So we're really yeah. moving, moving, moving. You were going to say? Well, I was just, just going to, I really want to back that up, you know, that the foundations of the universe, you know, the, the whole motivation behind this class and teaching universal law, you know, to a certain degree, I believe that like uh, from up until the number 12, like every number after that doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that from this real basic structure, um, we formed everything, you know, all the colors mm -hmm. and, you know, the basic parameters that come from one, two, three of black and white and gray, you know, right. and that's the parameters of this octave that we're in. And within mm -hmm. this light, you know, of the, these, these, these gradients, we have these six colors, you know, and this, this nine, you know, is there. And when you see in a tarot deck, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, it'll sometimes go a little higher, but really 
up until nine and that's all you really need, then the cycles and the pattern just start repeating again. At that point, you have enough points to create so many complex shapes that are ultimately markers for other more complex shapes and layered sort of octaves of, of, of all this stuff. And when you know you do the plant medicine experience, you can literally see what looks like ancient Hebrew writing written in the fabric of the energy of the molecules that are making up various things, the, mm -hmm. the walls and the mirrors and the, the, the wood. And you sit there and you go, wow, it's literally like one of those little curly Q pieces of writing. It's, it's, I see it written mm -hmm. in the thing. And these pieces are sonically significant. They are making a tone. And it is the, the ideation and the vibration of these things. It's, you know, as we said, this like, play-doh of mixing all these things together it, it's made up of all of that all these little vibrating uniquely different pieces and it, it's mm -hmm. just you know simple shapes that are governing everything that's right and the uh, the triangle the pyramid is the uh creation so uh, very very interesting and um i love the discussion of no time um, and when we do raise our level of consciousness uh, and we're able to uh, expand, we literally can visit uh, aspects of ourselves multidimensionally. So uh, your soul will provide you, you, Jesse, you, Mike, me, Steve, in this lifetime, information that is germane to what we're going through in our soul contract in this particular incarnation. So we can actually learn... Yeah heal and when we heal ourselves in this incarnation we're literally also healing our entire soul group so your yeah. parents your grandparents your grandkids and so on and so forth but and that's you're, you're healing your multiversal self correct at, you're, you're, like like as as say you get a little head of the pack of your thing like you're helping all all of the use and all of the <laughs> other things you're right. it's it's affecting the energy all throughout that's yeah. right yeah <laughs> It's funny, you know, it's interesting. I, I was having a problem. Uh, sometimes I get caught up on words. And I think I've, I've told the story to both of you guys about my struggle with the word God and my struggle with the word faith and how I broke through those. But, um, oh, my God, I just lost my thought. <laughs> it flew out of my head. Oh, a, a Jesse happened to you. <laughs> yeah, a Jesse happened to me. What was the word? What was the word I was just thinking about? I don't I, the One specific oh, word? Goodness. Is it the poem that that Russ no, wanted us to write? It wasn't. It wasn't the poem. Oh my God! Did you see it? Did it like onomatopoeia? Was there an orb that like flew out of my head or something? Oh my God! That, I felt it. Uh, so you know when, when we sum this whole scenario up is what is consciousness? We're here. We chose to be here in this lifetime with this flesh puppet, with uh, consciousness, with an ego, with a personality, with a contract to be the best version that we can be and to remember to remember our connection to source creator mm -hmm. and that we are multidimensional. Can we get a uh, link up on the screen for Steve mm -hmm. so that we yep, can yep. Uh, have people who before. might be interested in getting their, um, you Absolutely. know, getting their uh, past lives, you know, like, you know, uh, for anybody who has any doubts about, you know, past life regressions, he is talking about the be all end all past life regression is Dolores Cannon. Go listen to Dolores Cannon talk about how her and her husband got into uh, mm -hmm. hypnotherapy and her very honest, earnest 
journey into a insane place of taking people to the Akashic plane of existence, where is the sum of all information, something that I've spoken about a lot on other episodes of the show, but uh, a place that I try to connect with when I meditate to pull, you know, I apparently have a very good connection to this, and I try to consciously connect myself to that sum of knowledge, because you can pull forth from what you know on this larger level, you know, this multiversal level. I, You know, I'll say something even beyond, you know, what he's saying. I've been guided to connect to my multiversal self to steal away or not steal i should say uh, borrow or or co-opt skills that they have in another life i did learn the drums and apparently i can go into meditation and i can pull from my memory in my other life the ability to play the drums and if i get myself into a meditational you know state and i get in front of the keyboard i could start playing the keyboard and teach myself how to play mm -hmm. if i am able to connect to this part of myself that already damn knows mm -hmm. you know wow. and and because of the nature of the multiverse which it's just working everything out there is an exceptional version of you out there somewhere i promise you you just have to believe it exists and connect right. to that idea and concept. And, and it's just really, you know, the next level of, you know, you could go into a session with Steve with that, you know, as, as your intention of like, you know, I'd really like to connect. You're like, this is what is on the table and mm -hmm. opening ourselves up in a higher level mm -hmm. to our multidimensional self and mm -hmm. also ourself as a member of the human race that is one with everybody and has no interest in hurting or harming or, you know, just freaking out anybody around us because, we, we, that's just freaking us out. And we're going to have to experience that when we reconnect to the source one day, they're going to be like, look what you did. You did this and this and this. These are all the ways you ruffled the system and made yeah. it not harmonious. Right. So, you know, we wish to be harmonious on a subconscious level mm -hmm. and being able to connect to this deep level of ourselves and visit the Akashic record uh, and go to the, 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 the past lives that we may have brought energy into in this life that we need to resolve. Um, you know, I really trust Steve and, uh, you know, I, I think he's a, a really, um, you know, wise and uh, gentle guy. And uh, if you're interested in, in this path, um, you know, uh, you should really get together with him. And if you ever want to just try it out as like, a, mm, let me see if there's anything to this, go on YouTube and do one of the, just like the little guided meditation things mm -hmm. to connect with your past life. You know, they're general. So, you know, you're going to have whatever experience you might have, but I've had some little glimmers of experiences from those things that really opened me up to it. And then later in meditation for myself or, you know, working with somebody, you know, I was able to pull forth a lot more things that were just sort of on the tip of my tongue already just listening to something on youtube and uh when you're ready take it to the next level and really you can learn a lot about yourself wow yeah fantastic and you you just come out with these things jesse you just like blurt out these things so i remembered what it was i was good, struggling good things? with do i blurt yeah, out great things? things oh amazing oh, okay, things. amazing amazing little nuggets of <laughs> love and knowledge um so what i was struggling with was just terminology and again some people are going to be like oh uh, but the term, uh, the other side. So, you know, when, when Christopher Allen or some psychics that I know, they're, they're speaking to spirits, that's a term that they use, the other side. But really, we're talking about multidimensionality. So is it like, there's no other, it's like saying the other side is like inside versus outside. It's just like, you know, it's, it's another, it's like the other side is just poof into the ether. You know, it's the other side is everywhere. It's only in this dimension of that we have form. Right, right. So I guess it's a human reference to say the other side because it's like other than 
human. <laughs> I got to say, I love the conversation going on in our chat room tonight. I mean, like across the board, oh, it's yeah. really brilliant stuff. Real quick, I just want to say, Lisa, you're so on the money about somebody thinks she was pointing out child prodigies, three oh. years old, playing Mozart, total past life brought into it. Yes, a total, totally agreed. Thanks, Tim, for joining us a little bit late. We, we're going a little late tonight just because our first time on Twitch and we're kind of celebrating. We had a bunch of guests and we're enjoying it. Wicked Love Media. Oh, I love you, sweetie. I don't even have to know you and I, I, I love you. You're saying such lovely things and thank it's you for being man, part man. of the conversation and uh taylor yeah you can absolutely reach out to me and um and good luck on your podcast that you're doing with your friend just just bring love to it baby you know let let your passion out and you know if you're anything like me um you know i've found that my journey uh as this six house virgo is basically making peace with who I am, but probably in the most extreme way, because I think that's all of our journeys to a certain degree. But I'm like, I guess, hyper focused upon this making peace with me because I am useful when I'm at peace with myself because I do have a lot to offer. But when I'm when I'm not exactly grounded and 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 in my right state, I can't connect to that part of me that really just wants to do the best job I can, you know, because I get compromised like anybody else does. And, and that's what this show is about. You know, it's really honestly, you know, this is a gift to myself for, for, to help me practice what I preach. Gosh, darn it. And, you know, and maybe if I talk about it enough, I'll start doing it, you know, because every time I fall short, I I'm so mad at myself because I, I, I do know, you know, I know the way, but as I said to my dad, I said, you know, those who can't do, teach <laughs> you know and, and it's funny it is funny and and uh, you know admittedly you know you had a rough year jess right and you're teaching this class and i'm like man he's teaching this class he's 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 talking about all of this amazing knowledge but he's just struggling so much it's it's just it's 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 a unique individual you, journey of now. trying to get a handle i know on it's, your it's amazing i'm, I'm really happy life. for you I'm really Thank happy you. that you are back with your family. And I appreciate it. I feel out. mighty. You are mighty. You are fucking mighty. You are you. you are Jesse Blaze. Thank you, and, sir. And, and and that being said, Steve, I'm gonna also um ask you to come back. And I think I think again, kind of proof of concept, I think each guest we had on tonight could be an episode you know what oh I mean? yeah well we already knew that you know I, yeah. I think i think michael just got a little excited which is great i love your your enthusiasm and you know <laughs> steve uh, you know while we have you and before we have you go because we'll have to you know probably wrap up by you know a little before two hours or whatever um but um you know i wanted to ask you that same question that i asked sarah you know um the journey that we're on so many of the people who you know you might call psychic or you know or whatever else you know it we are we're not so much psychic as we're sensitive um mm -hmm. you know we're, we're just sensitive to the world in various ways and often in the beginning we don't know what the fuck is going on you know why we're having trouble or why we're experiencing things so differently from other people and mm -hmm. you know it's a crossover point when you become conscious that you are different or that you're experiencing something different and you know when you as soon as you choose to try to figure that out you know that's the journey of enlightenment going yes. okay i'm going to get a conscious handle on this thing because it's just happening without my permission all the time right. and i want to be a part of this this mm -hmm. journey so mm -hmm. you know where where did you you know find yourself transitioning uh, you know i think michael had said that he saw you really uh you know change in major ways over time and he's really known you for a long time so i'd love to hear you know what he means by that 
Well, thank you for asking. Um, it was um, when my wife of 25 years and I decided that we had a good run and we were um, pursuing different um, avenues in life. And I was more uh, heading more on a spiritual path and she wanted to travel and we, our kids were older and we looked at each other and said, hey, we don't hate each other. We just we, we're going to change. And we we split and divorced at that time. And, and, and I'm happy to say at this juncture, we're still amazingly good friends. Uh, but I was guided to go in this direction. I, there was an uh, intrinsic um, feeling that uh, I was here to help people. Um, I knew I always rooted for the underdog when I was younger. I'd always stick up for the for the the, the person who was being um, bullied and those sort of things. So I always had this em empathetic um, connection to humanity, and and I felt it. And um, I was fortunate to have uh, two parents who were teachers. My mother was a uh, language teacher, so uh, she taught me how to communicate. My dad's a professional musician. He taught me how to play music. So it just kind of merged. Everything came together, and and now. Um, I am on a path of helping people remember who they are. And and we come into this lifetime as a soul with our, our memory wiped clean that we are part of Source Creator. And we have a um, an ego and a personality and um, six senses and free will and a contract to work on this and this and this and this. So as we do this, we're almost peeling layers in, in an effort to try to become the best version of ourselves. Um, and earlier in your conversation with Sarah and, and Russ, I uh, was brought up that it's almost as if guys, it's like we're in a play and everybody has a role. So Jesse, you made a reference to earlier, you know, people who do bad things to people, you know, it's they're they have a role. They're, they're here in this life to be the contrast. Oh, that's that, such you know, a good, an interesting. No, perspective. Really I love so, so when you meditate and you allow yourself to look at situations, in other words, everything outside of you, every person and every situation is there to show you more about yourself and your truth. So if that person happens to be, uh, um, and their level of consciousness is lower and they're vindictive and uh, frustrated and angry and judgmental or hurt people or whatever, their role is to be the contrast for the rest of humanity to recognize that and to see the light. So it's we're literally helping each other from lifetime to lifetime, and the objective as a collective is for us to raise our vibration as a collective. Helping each other, I want to, um, you know, double down on that. You know, the everybody in our lives are not just like there; they are mm -hmm. necessary. Mm -hmm. um, it, it is. It's. You know, let's say, you know, sometimes people say somebody's an old soul. Like, you know, I, I, it's a nice compliment when somebody says, oh, you're an old soul. Hey, mm -hmm. that it's no insult to the people who are not old souls because the old soul and the not old soul are necessary to each other, completely necessary to each other. Right. The other one cannot progress without the other one. You know, in a case in point, like it's been coming up for me, you know, many times, which, you know, I've always ultimately had a very balanced view of myself but somewhere along the way things uh, you know sort of were uh, were were being told to me of my nature on a soul level of being kind of old and notions of sort of like superiority were sort mm -hmm. of coming up like just because of the nature of how we view things as linearly but mm -hmm. i watched as I had been told that my family was going to get together and we were going to have this great healing circle and it was really going to do a lot of help for my family. And at the time, 
I couldn't bring that together. And I had no idea when it was going to come. And I thought, well, one day I'll be in the position where I guess I can do that because I can't do that at this moment. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, around, I forget when it was, but it was, it was, it was a little while ago. And my brother called me and he was like, Hey, I want to set up this thing. And it's going to be a healing circle with the family. And I was like, Oh my God, you did the thing. You did the thing that I was terrified to do. I couldn't do that thing. Like, and I literally, when my brother got to me to like pick me up to go there, I dropped on the ground. I kissed his feet. <coughs> and, like, and I kept telling him, I was like, I was like, I don't, you don't understand. Like you have to appreciate this. Like, like I, I could not be here doing the thing that I know I'm supposed to do. If not for you, 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 you are the conduit for me to do this thing. If you weren't here, I couldn't do this. You know, I connected with a guy, uh, Gianfranco, who's a musician out here in Los Angeles. Gianfranco just happened to post a picture of me and him hanging out on Facebook. You know, I posted a picture on, I mean, I posted a post on Facebook going, Hey, I'm lonely. I need a friend. Gian said, Hey man, I'll be your friend. Me and Gian like started talking about making music. His friend goes, Hey, you know, Jesse, he's perfect for this music video that, uh, that I'm going to be in. Meanwhile, this music video is uh, George Lynch's new band. It's like, you know, it's getting thousands and thousands of you views. Did amazing. First, you did amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Just the first thing that they did, they're releasing it tomorrow and I'm the lead in this music video, you know, I don't have that opportunity to do that thing. That thing doesn't happen until I make the friendship with G and then G and like, you know, all these things, we are all necessary to each other and nobody is an Island. You know, you know, it's important to feel like, you know, you have done it yourself in that you have made the choices freely mm -hmm. to be the best person that you can be. But ultimately there is no doing anything without the cooperation of the universe and you have to get yourself humble yourself to the mm -hmm. realization that you're not going to do anything that's unless right. you're cooperating with the thing, because that's where all the best things come from, I, from our I cooperation. Absolutely. I love that. It's the awareness of the level of consciousness that you choose to be in. So when we're in that level of consciousness, which is, Hmm, uh, I'm not ready, or I'm feeling lack, or uh, I'm feeling unease. That's a, a level of consciousness. You can be sitting across from somebody, and I could be sitting across from you, Jesse, and I could be, my body language is down, I'm feeling really out of it, I'm just, you know, feeling low and that sort of thing. And you could be within feet of me in the same place with a higher level of consciousness, like, hey, Life is good, man. I trust the universe. I'm going to vibrate at higher frequencies of acceptance of what is and uh, gra gratitude and uh, creative and purpose. And you're vibrating here and I'm down like this. It's all a choice when we're present in the now moment. And that's why being present is the most important thing. Being knowing that. Sorry, Steve. Just, knowing what you just said mm -hmm. has been the cause of so much depression for me. Because when I don't feel right, when I don't feel like I can give that to others, mm -hmm. I don't want to talk to anybody I love. Yeah. Because, you know, Taylor had sent something earlier in the conversation. She said, I feel like sometimes my energy can be toxic to other people and I don't want it to be. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm always conscious, like trying not to be toxic. And mm -hmm. it's, it's the same thing, like when you're aware that how I show up to the room is really affecting my friends. And like, and, yeah. and, and then when you feel not right. You're like, I don't want to bring this to the people I love. I, I would hate to share this energy with them. I only like to share the, you can do it. Let's get in there. It's going to be right. fun. You know, like, I love you. Let's go. You know, like, like if I feel this, I'm like, Shh, don't say anything. You, you just, Run away. You use, you use two words. I and you, when your ego is in charge and you're feeling less than you're in your mind 
and your mind is overthinking and you're in fear and you're in judgment, you're in all these things. When you're in your heart center and you're in your I am presence, you fully trust, you're fully accepting. Your level of consciousness has gone from here to here and now you're vibrating here and all things are possible. We're, we are powerful co-creators and we co-create with our level of consciousness. Our thoughts and our intentions can be vibrating to where I trust, I, I want, I desire. You can literally plant seeds of positive potentialities. I would really like to experience abundance in the field of music videos. Woohoo! 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 Instead if, of oh, if shit. you can be at peace with it, you yeah. know, like, like like if you put too like uh, the enough energy consciously deciding a thing and you know it's funny i want to say to people out there too and and, and we're going to wrap up in just a second but you know there's a there's a double thing uh, a lot of times to consciousness because so much of the best that the human race has to offer comes from a very unconscious place a intuitive place where the infinity can come through <laughs> so you know we're doing a dual work when we're really trying to open ourselves spiritually a dual work to try to connect as much of the time as humanly possible to our sense of lightness and love and freedom so that we can be riding that wave that russ talked about earlier tonight mm -hmm. in a place of yeah it goes up and it goes down and it's the roller coaster of life okay. and my perspective is never affected right. but um also be conscious of what we're doing while we're on that roller coaster of life and who we're passing along the way and how, whether or not we're creating wakes with our boat that knocks over all the other boats. You know, we, there are other people in the water and when we're thrashing because we're feeling, you know, not right, we end up affecting everybody else, whether we know it or not. Usually our families first and foremost, because they're the analogy. ones closest to us energetically and they feel the ripples first. You know, That's your mom right. can feel it like when you're not right, you know, like I just like in her heart she's just like yeah i've been worried about you like how'd she know ah! <laughs> but but that's the thing so true. we are we yep. are just tuned into each other as a whole and and yep. it just continues to go out to the further ripples and then there's our good friends and our you know less close family and the people who were just tied through through soul contracts and then everybody Everybody continues to be like spread out in this thing. Everybody can ultimately feel on some level when Jesse Blaze Snyder is not happy. And I want to be a part of the energy system that is chill and Happiness. relaxed yeah, yeah. and helping everybody else to feel chill and relaxed because mm -hmm. I know that from this place we can be intuitive. But That's the right. only way we get to the intuitiveness is by being conscious just, of who we are and what we are and what we're doing. Great. Awesome. Look at that. Wow. And you know what? Honestly, I, 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 I'm, I'm looking at my screen and I'm looking at this little three of us here and I'm like, that's what this is. That's, that's what this is. That's what this has become for us, Jesse. This is, this is just really, um, <laughs> this is significant. This platform um, to achieve some of the things, Steve, that you're talking about, that we've been talking about for the last couple of years, the shift in, in humanity and in, in raising the vibration, look at what we're doing. I mean, we've got, we had 20 people hanging out with us that weren't even here. They're just at home and they're digging our vibration and listening to the conversation and raising the vibration. Angela <laughs> said in the comments, a smile is infectious. So are tears. And then I yawned. 
<laughs> Yet another thing. So infectious. You're like, like ah, yawning, yawning goes around the room. And also the wave at a sports stadium. It's infectious. That also goes around. Yes. Awesome. Well, listen, um, Steve, again, thank you so much for your patience hanging out in the green room. Thank waiting you, to, Steve. Waiting to so come on. Your, your wisdom is always worth worth it for us mm -hmm. to wait and i'm glad you waited to give it to us mm -hmm. and we definitely want to have you back we're gonna we're gonna figure out the format of this and mm -hmm. focus on one thing at a time so maybe we're gonna we'll get our it. schedule and we'll start individually yeah, putting in and and no. we're probably gonna start having all our guests come in maybe like a half an hour late so we can get our all our conversation in the beginning and do our normal like half hour talk and then we can get into some stuff with guests and you know get ourselves out of the way um, but thank you so much, Steve, for coming. Thank you to all our guests who came tonight uh, mm -hmm. as we say goodbye to Steve. And, uh, and and I guess we'll get Steve out of here and we'll wrap up. Our all right, show. Steve, uh, I will talk to Love you, you man. Thank you so much for coming and showing us your beautiful face. Likewise. Thank you. And uh, so awesome. Oh, my God, Jesse. I'm just beaming. I'm going to be talking about you this are, you're beaming. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm loving it. And isn't it wonderful how how this has come? You know, uh, my sister, when she was telling me about the Virgo thing, she was like, you know, it must be so hard for you to get anything done. And I said, it used to be because because oh. I'm such a perfectionist. Right. But I said, but I said, I broke myself of that a long time ago because I started I, I was amassing so much creative work that I had done that I hadn't released. And I was just like. Oh, this is just stupid. Like I'm like, like I'm just sitting on all this stuff. Like I got to just break myself of this habit, except it is what it is and mm -hmm. put it the fuck out so that I can at least feel like I'm participating in the artistic conversation because yeah, like man. I was feeling like, you know, I was an artist who, who wasn't really participating in. You in, are in an enthusiastic artistry. participator of life. Yes, I am, Mother Effer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I honestly, am, motherfucker. You know what? Honestly, I feel like, I feel like, uh, you're you, this is the you that I've always seen and I've always told you that I've seen this you um the Jesse Blaze oh yeah am I being more me you are you are so coming into yourself right now and 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 because of that all of the stuff that you're doing out in LA you know in California is is happening and and this is happening and every, everything is manifesting everything we talk about is just coming to and it's just amazing to be a part a of that. A lot of cool things are it. happening. Did I did I tell you that Food Paradise, our episode order got doubled from thirteen? Oh, to that's 26. amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. It was really cool too. You know, like I was, I'm help. I, you know, I, I've been help, me and O'Malley Productions. We've been working together for years now. We have mm -hmm. such a lovely relationship. You know, you've heard the story, but maybe others haven't. But long yeah, story yeah. short, I almost got fired from uh, Food Paradise, not for any like reason that I did anything. Um, but um, they were just the new production of of Discovery was just wanted to go in a new direction. They were gonna have hosted and do a countdown mm -hmm. show and uh, o'malley fought for me not just once but twice and the second time when they fought for me they got me back on the show and then when a new producer a head producer came in they started doing these 65 episode order seasons and so we've we've produced i've recorded 175 episodes of food paradise i believe i've recorded 149 with o'malley there's wow. another production company that's come in and done a few episodes with me as well but now with these extra 26 that we're getting i'm gonna cross 201 episodes and it's just so crazy awesome. and and even better than that's that amazing um you know sean he's you know we've we've developed such a great relationship over the time i really believe that the success of the show stems from the wonderful relationship that 
me and the producers have energy, and the writers man. have energy. together. We really, we really yeah. like each other. We get along really well and we make each other laugh in the room. You know, Great. our, our sessions are maybe a little longer than they might be if we were just being totally pro because we all recognize that being able to laugh and speak a little bit if necessary helps to create an energy in the room for us where it's light and it feels good. And that's yeah. the show we're making where people are trying to enjoy food and have a nice time. So it totally comes through in the way things are produced and we've, we've all bonded so, so much um, that, um, you know, and I've been doing all of these, little voiceover things for O'Malley for cheap, you know, just like, Hey Jess, can you do a little thing here? Right, right, right. And, and, and I, and I always say yes. And I never expected anything from that other than, you know, I hope that whatever the thing is, you know, maybe it'll turn into something for right. us and then we'll all get paid. But um, because I've been doing all that stuff um, and, uh, and we got our approval for the double episode order, I told um, Sean that I was using the money that I, I, that I did like these little teasers to tease the network so that they would give us the double order. Um, and uh, you know, and I, I said, I'm using that money that you're paying me for that to fly to uh, New York so I can see my daughter for her birthday, uh, you know, and bring my and bring my a couple of my kids back with me for a minute. And Sean said, I have, you know, points through the company and I'm I'm, I'm going to fly you to see your kids. See how um, that works, like, man? Because because I'm, I'm a dad and I and I appreciate, you know, I how much got to be missing them. And it's so freaking sweet. And now, you know, I've, I've got my you know booking my ticket right now to go. That reminds you, when is that? When are you going to be back in New York? I'm going to see you, right? For well, I I guess theoretically we should get in the room together for one show. I mean, <laughs> I feel a little bad to like come in and then disappear for my kids for an hour and a half, but maybe I can just keep it a short. Uh, you know, we can keep it a shorter one. You know, yeah. on that night, um, and so by. that so that we can come and 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 do the do the um you know do the thing, and you know we can be in the same room for an episode, which would be great. But that's gonna be um the eighth, I think. Of yeah, the eighth would be the Thursday of April. Because my month. daughter's uh, birthday awesome. is April that's, that's that's soon. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm I will I, I will be in town and I will see you. Um, awesome. And um, you know, I like uh, what Tim said. I put it up on the screen. I he meant said, the show is the, the pebble and the viewers of the pond. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, that, I, oh, that's so nice. Tim. That's what what a lovely what a lovely compliment. Um, yeah, really. That that demonstrates that you've been paying attention to what we've been saying and appreciated it really deeply. And uh, I really appreciate that, Tim. Thank you for that. That was uh, so sweet. Um, uh, so I want to say a bunch of things. I, uh, okay. Michael, I'll leave it to you to. Um, to I'm just going to run and, the animation. Yeah. yeah, when we're done. Well, yeah, you add, well, and and feel free to add anything that I'm forgetting here. Um, but. Um, uh, I will say next week on Tuesday, um, we're going to be going a little bit later with a geek culture show that I used to do with one of my best friends, Tori Ireland Mel. Me and Tori are inviting uh, my best friend, Aaron Sparrow, who is a very knowledgeable comic book writer and editor. Uh, that's how me and Aaron know each other as we, we wrote. Uh, Tori has done all sorts of things in the entertainment business, you know, working more largely in film, but he's a huge comic book fan, huge pop culture, geek culture fan like myself. And the three of us are going to be getting together every Tuesday and doing a show on just like we're doing right now, produced by Michael Zinn. He's going to be helping us with our, you know, our, our cool artwork and getting everything right. But, um, uh, it's called Coolest Alive, and uh, it, if you like geek culture stuff the way that I do and appreciate superheroes and Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and you know all these things, we are going to be talking about the latest and greatest things that are going on that matter to people like you and I who give a shit about that stuff. Uh, and oh boy, do I. And oh boy, does Aaron. And oh boy, does Tori. And if you like my passion for spirituality, way do you see my passion for comic God, books and toys totally. and superheroes and myth and you know and I, I just love that stuff. 
stuff. And I, I, as a writer, I have such a deep appreciation for it because I've studied so many bits of mythology in order to write them, in order to love them and, and make people really, really love me for trying to do the best that I could for the thing that they loved. You know, that, that's always my goal. I, you know, I, unfortunately, you know, I always wanted people to like me since I was little. And I thought if I could do nice things <laughs> always, for them, always wanted you know, people to like yeah, me. I, I thought if I could do nice things for them that, you know, create nice things that they liked that they'd be so like, I, Oh, I like that Jesse. I think there's an interesting <laughs> question. I'm just not sure who it's addressed to. Uh, Andrew here. Are you the cloud spirit? Yeah. Now, that's interesting, man. The clouds once sent me a song while I was on psilocybin and I was uh, doing some meditation and shamaning and uh, I was talking to the clouds and they said, we've been looking high and low for you, honey. We've been looking everywhere. We've been looking high and low for your brother. We've been pulling out your hair. And I don't know if I am a the a cloud uh, related. I think I am somehow related to the fire, the element of the fire. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, it's funny, I'm very rooted in the earth in my physical body, but I think the energy that comes through me, uh, you know, is that of the fire, which it's been really hard for me not to burn myself dealing with the fire. I literally have an idea for a story that's supposed to be like care bears and my little pony on acid called rainbow fire. And it's about this planet or whatever, where all, there's all these animal critters who have elemental powers, but the only ones whose powers are awful are the fire ones, because when, they, when they get their powers, they burn themselves terribly because they can't control the power <laughs> that they have within them. So all of the, the rainbow fire people are just these terribly scarred cutters who are just depressed that like their power is just destroying them. <laughs> I really feel that. I like the idea. Of, I like that idea that the power is destroying them. That's, that's rainbow fire. Rainbow fire. <laughs> I like. I just see that in my mind. It's like this Care Bear anime show. Rainbow fire. <laughs> oh my god, Jesse, you're these amazing. Four little bears, you know, anthropomorphic bears with burn marks on their face. Oh and my a sweet god. And a sweet Care Bear marking on their chest. They're just, ah, oh, these loving love beings. You, this is why I love you. Themselves. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, anybody who wants to join us, I believe we're going to be rolling the show out around 7.30 my time in Los Angeles, which will be 8.30, 9.30, 10.30 New York time. Um, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, for the moment, I'm going to start with these two shows. And I've got two other shows uh, once I finish my traveling with my kids that we're going to be introducing. But right now, uh, remember, on Tuesday, I'll be sending the word out as we get links we're and things fire. to the people who I think might appreciate it. But if you're somebody who would appreciate it, you want to know about it, make sure you drop me a message or whatever. And I'll try to remember to send you the link because I will be sending it to different people. Um, you know, there's some people who I consider my spiritual group and there are other people I consider my comic book and geek culture group but if you want to be a part of that group as well and trust me it's worth it um you know come join us on tuesday and meet my lovely friends if you love michael and all the wonderful people we've had on the show way to meet aaron and uh tori iron lamel they are just two of the most fun and passionate uh and funny and smart people on the planet and they're very uniquely human different. circus yes it is it is my human circus i really like i'm so excited actually to sit That's with awesome. the, the three of them anyway um so just close everything else thank you thank you thank you to our lovely audience uh you know our growing audience that you know has been uh, passionately here every week so many of you guys have been with us so religiously for black, lack of a better term and we so, <laughs> for we lack so of appreciate it. it it really means so much to they, us they, and I, no, no, they've been here they've been here 
consciously consciously yeah <laughs> and 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 you see michael beaming this evening beaming with pride of the little show that we've got here we finally have a title that really speaks to the uh the show the live stream of consciousness i'm so proud of the work that we've been doing here now for you know i mean like i don't know the better part of like half a year at this yeah. point you know we've been yeah. been doing this for like a good six months or whatever started in september yeah. And, um, you know, and for those of you who joined us, you know, newly, please uh, go back. I, I don't think we still have not cleaned them up as well as I would like to, but we have 14 <laughs> episodes of the original Universal Laws class, which teaches, you know, foundations of Hermeticism and Kabbalah and so many other different mixes of, of various cultures all around the planet that have been saying essentially the same things about how we're all one and how we need to, you know, cooperate and, and make peace with each other. And that is what this show is about being a conscious, peaceful being and thank you thank you thank you for being so enthusiastic thank you for getting us as deeply as i see that you are in the comments it means so much to us it warms our hearts and uh we hope you will join us this and every thursday as we you know do our live wow, stream of so professional That's yeah because awesome. because we love doing it we have so much fun and um and, and we appreciate it and thank you to Rock Against MS for becoming our backup in this journey and being our promotional arm as next week we're going to be getting a lot of, you know, promotional money put behind the show, you know, to help us uh, build our audience on Twitch. And thank you to everybody who watched on Twitch and um, did any of uh, did any donating to, um, you know, to uh, to our group, you know, and this show, which ultimately, like I said, a portion of that money gets put to Rock Against MS. And they do a lot more than just uh, good things for multiple sclerosis. You know, they're really wonderful conscious company that is consciously choosing what to do with their money and their power every moment and in this moment they have consciously chosen to connect with some people that they felt were like-minded and to back them up so that we can all benefit and all make some money for ourselves and uh, you know and and be a community of um of people making the world a better place so i'm just so yeah. grateful to nancy for connecting these dots for us and thank you thank you thank you and michael zinn Thank you, my friend. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Everything looks so beautiful. Everything is so, so much love is put into every little thing that he sends my way. I love seeing the little graphics and stuff and he'll make up some little catchphrase or some little tag and he's just playing. And, and that's what I wanted this to be. I wanted us to have a good time yeah, so man. that we would want to do it because like the moment it becomes a job, it's like, you know, you got to show up and do it. But if, if it's fun and it's just, evolving and 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 the thing that we want it to be as we discover what it should be and and that's really what it's been um you know i, I just i'm so happy i'm so proud so proud of you and next time please honor me by being just as freaking overbearing as i okay. am I will. And, I will. And, and and run I will. me I over with i won't no say apology. i'm gonna interrupt i'm gonna interrupt you for a second yeah don't say that just just, <laughs> just, just say say your thing jump in just you know fucking do it yeah, because because one, it's superfluous information. You're like, look, right. we want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear what you have to say. Awesome. And you know, for me, it, it, it is that ping pong game that you know we play. Yeah, it, I it, love it. It's best love when, it, when you hear me say something, then you go, ooh, 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 ping pong. You know, <laughs> I haven't had a formidable a ping pong opponent in a while. <laughs> Bring it on, motherfucker! It's on, man. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, I'm gonna. Anyway, run we love you. We are Good out. Night. Peace. <laughs> Thank you.